0: what up what up eric how you doing today hey
1: what's cracking buddy boy
0: welcome to the contagion effect we're we're excited because we already have a fight happening behind the scenes before we even get in we have tonto just gonna say i win i'm here first and then mikey (laughs) not so happy about it damn it i wanted to be first so it was two minutes late so (laughs) we do we do appreciate you guys watching (laughs) Thank you, Tonto. Thank you, Mikey. We appreciate you guys. Congratulations! Uh, I'll
1: get you a sticker on a Monday. There, we, Mikey. I we got to
0: get a. Well, now you got to send one to Tonto too. I got got to get Tonto in the game. Oh, and then we got Carlos. Carlos, a soon a soon to be guessed. soon to
1: be guest. No Finally, going to have
0: a... you know no longer a bridesmaid.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Finally, <laughs> so going to have his own
1: show. Well, he got a new job. I heard he got a new job. I want to got it. I... I heard. Well, yeah.
0: Share that for the show.
1: It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a job. Yeah. Part of the CVMA. I get you.
0: I almost caught on, and then I was like, "Oh wait, you told me about this." So let me let me deal with that. So Eric, other than our start, how was your week, Mike? My week was crap. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, my week sucked, but you know what? I'm happy to be here. Just, you know, we, we did a little green room action with our guest and got my hopes up for, for a better night. Right. So, well,
1: I mean, Hey, I love, I love all of the, um, Wi-Fi and all of the Wi-Fi. technology that you can plug in. And it's nice to be able to hear and have conversation and Understand what's being said, and it's it's gonna be a great show.
0: I'm confused where. It's okay. okay.
1: Don't worry. Don't worry. You'll catch on. You'll you'll catch up.
0: All right. What is up, D? What's up, Donald? What's What's up? What's up? Thank you for joining us.
1: he had a couple good guests this week. Well, well,
0: I I like that comedian, man. That was
1: yeah, that that was was pretty pretty... good. Good job, Donald. Yeah,
0: Donald, you got some. Go check out the
1: two drunk dudes in the gun room.
0: Absolutely, big things. He's got some good guests
1: coming up. I've been getting little little information here and there. Yeah, gotta give him a little break between the trifecta for <laughs> the, the I, with, all our, with shows. all our shows, you know. Oh hey, so by the way, you're going oh, to be hit Saturday. up by this place and this place and this place.
0: <laughs> yeah, Saturday. Saturday. What's going on Saturday? You got it. It's gonna, <laughs> Carlos. This is on air because <laughs> I don't know. This is an inside thing. Uh, oh, yeah. dying breed. Oh, yeah. Oh, blue it's lines blue there. Line. Blue lines. Yeah, remember there. the rodeo? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh no, Carlos. Yeah. Mike does not do rodeo just because Mike actually grew up in Oakdale <laughs> and hated every freaking rodeo weekend and all the fake cowboys <laughs> that would come out. So oh, sorry to you, real cowboys. You know, like Tonto who does real cowboy shit. All the fake ass cowboys that come out. You for Flatlander's rodeo. gonna come on up <laughs> here to the when with their brand new boots and their brand new oh, wranglers.
1: Oh my god. Tristan, I've got shit on my new boots. <laughs> uh, no, Tonto, it was of funny. Of course, you love
0: rodeo, Tonto.
1: No, it's not a rodeo. It's it's he's doing oh. this show at Dying Breed, right? Right. But it's in Oakdale, and it's and Oak, it's rodeo, and it's rodeo week, weekend. Um, yeah, we know,
0: we know, Carlos. Yeah. We got you. We got you.
1: We got you. Actually, they I, have we their... just
0: got ahead on the rodeo yeah, thing. Sorry, they
1: actually posted their set list uh, on Hit PX uh,
0: Cowboys. <laughs>
1: Shark fans, oh shark! I had alligator boots back in the day, dude, with the point and everything. I, I believe they're called. A, Come on, bro! I swear, I will find on. pictures, dude. I'm sure Nana Penny has one. Of well, yeah, that's all you Yeah,
0: yeah <laughs> Carlos repping, repping. Not got wearing. Chucks. Come on, you don't got those Wranglers, Carlos? <laughs> yeah. Is that back what you're supposed day, to wear, yeah. rodeo weekend? No Dickies and Ben Davis oh, stuff. Man,
1: what the heck, uh? Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> they ain't waterproof.
0: <laughs> that is so, great. so, you know my week was shitty. How was yours? Just It shitty? was a struggle. Yeah.
1: It was a struggle for the fact of next week I'm on vacation, right? So I got to clear this week. So I come into work Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. You got
0: Wednesday, 509s. Maybe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I might go to work Thursday, but I have one week and then I'm Sean and I are going to San Diego. Right. So we had the dates all where, Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, we just got to get through this week. <laughs>
0: No, so you I think get I'm like two weeks.
1: Girl, no man, like it's the it's the fourteenth, fifteenth is the Friday, Saturday, then rolls into next the following week. So I got one more week of vacation. I thought it was this week. It was a struggle. It was a struggle. I'm gonna earn that vacation definitely at work.
0: Yeah, Carlos, don't share any other info. You got you got a great interview coming up that we're looking forward to. So no sharing info yeah. from you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. No, you got so and you're gonna be back for the next show.
1: We're pot pa- yes for. Don't, whoa whoa whoa! We're possibly. definitely gonna be possibly back for the next. Time. We're coming back Wednesday.
0: Okay. Ish. All right. Well, because didn't we have a show where you were literally driving here? The uh, day of we were the show? going
1: to we we came in. It was the um, it was the cruise. We came in very yeah, yeah. early. It was the cruise. or it was late night
0: in. It was. In- Taylor. Hi, what's up, Taylor. Taylor? One of my fairy, favorite storytellers, Gosh, right there. <laughs>
1: that's a storyteller, right there. <laughs> that is a storyteller, right there.
0: When it comes, that's a. If you have not watched the show with Taylor, you need to. I mean, all of our shows, absolutely phenomenal. But she probably has one of the best. I mean, one of the stories that's made me laugh the hardest. So, thank you, Taylor. Yeah. We appreciate real you. Real quick, me. man.
1: I, I know our, I'm, I'm bleeding into the background there, and it is Modesto Nuts. It is Minor League Baseball Week next You're welcome, day. Taylor. Thank you. All that good stuff. Um, I like spring. I don't like spring because it starts the temperature starts getting hot. I'm a fat guy, and yeah. I like but after weather.
0: all, like if you live I in California, the amount of rain we've Dude, gotten,
1: bring it every day. I
0: hate the rain.
1: Oh man, hello, Seattle. I'd hello,
0: rather, hello, Seattle. No, not see, have you been to Seattle, bro? I go to San Francisco, yeah. Like that, every day, and, so. and how good is that? Seattle thing? Junior. Did you see the cash app? The guy who created cash app got stabbed walking. Through cool. one of the high-end neighborhoods in San Francisco?
1: Oh, it don't matter. Look what happened to Pelosi's wife, husband. Let's not get going
0: yeah. on that one. Oh, wait. That,
1: that was, was the gay lover this. or something like yeah, that. Yeah.
0: Let's not get going yeah, on that one. I believe one. they
1: call that hammer time <laughs> for more than one reason. But anyways, I digest.
0: You digest? I digest. <laughs> Is that why we're big guys? Uh, we digest. I digest all right we need you know what we need we We need need, some we need some gary miller
1: gary miller mobile tax service absolutely i'm still waiting for my money
0: you got your money i I need my money
1: hey the best soundtrack ever for for an ad
0: other than scotty and and all well no
1: for an ad though for an ad ad. ad. it's the best soundtrack for an ad yeah
0: Yeah. no it is good it's got it's got a little kick to it security's all fired up back there Get barking him. away it's awesome him keep them away awesome. from us yeah and we, oh, already, we already we already know a secret about our guests too about dogs or something right so oh, we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. have we to bring that I'm up i'm so glad we didn't bring that up in pre <laughs> yeah, I oh know, yeah like he's like he, he's be like, hey, he's like, like what what do you guys talk about what do you guys talk about, know, guys know,
1: about? I'm like, we
0: got you <laughs> taylor i got my 2 dollars just trying to decide how to spend it all <laughs> exactly man well you got 2 dollars more than me taylor you're lucky all right so uh man we need to, we probably need to get to Scotty because I feel like well, we're going we're gonna to have some great stories coming up.
1: I do. I, I, Unless you I, have something. I, I do. Okay. I do. And um, I was sad because I didn't, I was asked if I wanted to have a glass of wine, but you know, anytime that I do want to get some wine, I know where to go. If I need that label, if I need something. AngelicWines.com. Thank you for being you know, a proud sponsor. You don't know how to push
0: the button. You know know how to push to, that button. Hold on, hold on. Let me think, wait. Where is it? Uh,
1: shoot, I don't even uh, see it. Is that? This is, it's already uh, on. It's on. Oh, the there you straight, go, buddy. Hey,
0: AngelicWines.com. This is this is how you do commercials right here. Proud sponsor of the Contagion this Effect. This is how you do marketing right here. We
1: love it. Thank you so much for being a sponsor for for letting us do what we do. AngelicWines.com. The phone number's right there. Please uh you know get you online wanna,
0: support. Yeah. Whatever you want. If you, you want to
1: do. do a show, we can come well, we can't because I don't, but Mike <laughs> does and and uh paparazzi. If you wanna have a, a wine showing at your house, oops,
0: hey, exactly Tom. Angelic Tom. wines my2cents.com. <laughs> he is my hype man he good thing i don't have Melic consulting on here otherwise he'd start going off on that hey and he, another don't, thing don't, if don't, you're don't, a small don't, don't business don't. <laughs> and if
1: you want someone to take care of all your social media Melic consulting
0: only if they deliver they do it is unfortunately it is. deliveries <laughs> deliveries are expensive because shipping is expensive right yeah. now so yeah. all right all right they enough, do of, deliver. enough of my 27 side hustles along with the uh the nine to five that has now made my life a little, a little more difficult. No,
1: it's a lot difficult, bro. I'm actually kind of pissed. <laughs> I have to tell no you the truth time because Zero you get up no at time. six, six to eight, you do Melic and Angelic, Holy and then shit that rhyme.
0: Melic, and four. then
1: you get in, and then you log in from eight to five, and I may get a phone call when you.
0: When See? I get to get on the road, yeah, I mean, literally, that's the problem. Is when I'm on the road, I don't have to be in front of yeah. the computer and I don't have to be doing something else. Yeah. So no, it's, it's brutal. It's like you need it's to not retire personally. It's just, I know. No, I know it's not. I want just... to. I want to re retire. I, I so, need you to retire, but I need the money.
1: I need. I need my mic time.
0: <laughs> I need a different president so I can make more money. Uh, all right, let's get on with uh, some Scotty so that way we can get to our guests. So here's a little Scotty in our live. Yeah, the times and places
2: they may change, but one thing stays the same.
0: and what's cool is we're gonna get some stories right now So all right buddy
1: all right That's so all you. you know the way that this fascinating show we have one leads into another uh you know we had matt ippolito on a couple yep. different times love
0: that whole Ipp- ippolito Dude, clan the
1: ippolito clan is marvelous beautiful people they are uh and, and it's not because of our perfect,
0: connection, right? Our oh yeah. No, that was completely great. Different oh, connections to coach I baseball coach. I mean, yeah. you know, it it's, dealt with him with wrestling. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. it's just one of those things. So, you know, we started talking to Matt's like, Hey, I got this guy.
0: Yo, got this Joe. Guy. Oh, there
1: it is. Yeah. So he's like, I got this guy. He's like, here's his number. I already talked to him. Boom. I'm like, okay. I, I text Steve. Hey, Steve, Steven, Steven, Steve. we will figure it out.
0: Steve, Steve.
1: Okay so text him that's the way he wrote his name okay on there. well i'm just well i know but he, oh yeah okay we can go see if, we we'll, could do
0: his government name yeah
1: no yeah no no i just want to make sure his mama knows who he is right all right okay so no so this has been like a couple months planned right right, right. and then you know how it is whenever someone doesn't know us they're like well what are you guys about what are you guys doing you... <laughs> and the good thing is is like he shared in in uh pre-interview it's like hey i watched the show with matt i'm like okay done like that was probably one of the best episodes that we had right <laughs> And it was interesting. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce you. Uh,
0: Get your makeup on. Get your makeup on. Look pretty. <laughs> from the
1: United States Marine Corps, Stephen Stewart.
0: What's up, Steve? What's up? What's Welcome happening? to the show. Hey, how's it going? Good. Good. How are you? And, and uh, of course, as we started when we first talked to you, okay, if you're not into you know military or anything, I, that's, that's your problem.
2: First of all, why are you
0: watching our show? Yeah, why are you watching our (laughs) show? You're watching the wrong day. No, but and if you're in the military, everybody in the military knows there's one uniform that stands above them all. And I don't care; I'll go toe to toe with all of you. And I'm not I'm not a veteran. Eric's not a veteran, but I will go toe to toe with any of you to say there is no better uniform than the one right behind Steve right now that that dress blue Marine Corps uniform. It's it's different. It hits different. It just looks different. Hey, you got a sword, Steve? Do You have one of those swords? I don't have an NCO sword at the moment.
1: Did <laughs> you what it was called too? So I write know. That down, I you know.
0: All right, NCO sword. Got one
1: of them swords?
0: Look at no. It, I'll tell you what. Devil I will dog.
1: I will guarantee you that that uniform persuaded hundreds and hundreds and thousands of people to join. Well, just because of that uniform, Mike.
0: I don't understand <laughs> those commercials in probably the nineties right and you probably saw when you were a kid right the the marine walking through the fire and with the the nco store sword and you mm-hmm. know the armor and dude those were the best i mean the marine corps probably had the best marketing at that time now none of them have good marketing really but at that time it was pretty cool space force in their baggy pants <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty funny <laughs> <You> <laughs> Wait, Joey, marines got the coolest dress uniforms always laugh when a woman tells me i look cute in my bullshit air force service dress <laughs> you <laughs> service look dress. cute well
1: yeah you probably He's so cute you got
0: that <laughs> look at tonto mainly latin men <laughs> <laughs> this is the way this show gets started welcome to the show steve thank you I mean, I, Sorry, I had to bring that up because the minute we saw it, man, it just gives me chills because all the pictures, I mean, I see my dad and his, you know, he did basic in 1968 and seeing the black and white of him and the pictures I've seen of him, it's, it's (laughs) yes, but they're PT shorts. Oh, I but, love our little yeah, silky, silky
1: <laughs> Hey, and I have an email out to them too. I'm trying to get them. They got some They got some ruck marches
0: in the Silkies. In the Silkies. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh-oh. Steve, gonna bring up a picture in Silkies? <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> 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 anyway. That was great. All right. Well, again, welcome to the show. We appreciate your time and, uh, of course, you know, saying up front your service. So we've already, you know, we know you were a U.S., Mar- you were in the Marine Corps, right? yeah uh, so for everybody because we got to get to know you you know where'd you end up growing up
3: uh so i from the time i was like one and up i, I was technically born in new york uh oh wow my, Oh okay my grandfather was a police captain in uh oh, wow. Suffolk oh. county new york he retired like the year i was born in move the whole family down to Tennessee for his retirement and
1: uh he's like I'm out, I'm of, out, I'm like, out. Hell out of New York <laughs> I'm out. Yeah,
3: you gotta take that you know that New York pension down to Tennessee and then, you oh know, yeah you don't oh, like you like don't want to pay taxes it. on it you just yeah. tripled it. Just, <laughs> that's like California you know, half of California has moved yeah. to Tennessee so oh yeah well it's yeah. happening in Arizona where I'm at now too so it, it, they're flooding in but uh okay
0: yeah, so- <laughs> you are
3: joey killing me
0: already <laughs> how <laughs> many do you have the same marines u.s record Marine grunt i know he's got the globe anchor. i only eagle. got
3: i got my my double <laughs> dog right there semper fi there you go I got my ega right there that's, there you that's go. it i got two <laughs> i got two
0: <laughs> okay what'd you call it the ega
3: eagle Globe and anchor
0: okay all right. Yeah, yeah. Oh and yeah. hey Mike is learning Joey, all yeah, No, I'm today? excited. I mean <laughs> this is gonna be one of my this is Hey Joey, I even have an EGA on my cap and I'm not a Marine. I mean it's <laughs> for my dad. See?
3: So I got yeah, some that's, Marine That's sword. funny because uh, you know, like in there's a when I went to boot camp, there was like uh you know, you you always get the really motivated recruits that get their mo their moto tad ahead of time. And before oh, they even get no. there and when your drill instructor see your EGA tat on your thigh or whatever yeah. it is, right? Like they lose their crap. Like, they, yeah. like you're done at that point. Yeah. Like, cause you like, you. what the heck do you think you're doing? You haven't deserved that crap. And you know, so and well, they make it, our sweatpants and our PT shirt, uh, outfits have EGAs on their chest and on, right. on the thigh. They uh-huh. make us turn them inside out we have to wear them inside out until we get our emblem and anchor actually officially handed to us. Wow. Easy
0: target and basic. Yep, <laughs> Hi, yep. Gary. What's up Gary. So here's a fellow Marine right here. Gary Miller, our, our one of our sponsors. So he's hey, a Gary. fellow Marine. All right. Sorry about that, Steve. That just that Joey got me going with that. That was pretty funny. Uh, just because we had already seen, you know, the, the EGA. Now I can say that. So, yep. um, all right. So you grew up in Hendersonville.
3: Tennessee. Tennessee. Yep. Okay. Yep. I grew up there until about uh so I was high school aged and I ended up in Arizona in the Phoenix area and uh finished out high school and I went to the Marine Corps from, from there. And that's currently where I'm back now after you know post Marine Corps. Back in the Arizona area. Yep. All right. So
0: Finish up high school. Do you end up joining the Marines straight out of high school? And then why
3: did you choose the Marines? So, uh, I still remember when nine 11 happened, I was, uh, I was actually a freshman in high school, uh, in gym class, uh, early in the morning when they were bl- playing it on the news. And, right. uh, you know, we had the old school, like tiny little tube TV in the, up in the corner in uh, in, a. Uh, PE and we were getting ready to go like run our mile or whatever it was that morning. And it came on the news and everyone was, obviously everyone was in shock and awe. And, uh, we used to have the recruiters come, you know, to campus, like they still do today, you yeah. know? And uh, I just remember th- the day that happened. Uh, you know, like, like I said, my, I, I definitely don't, I don't care for New York much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my, my New York, my mom, my dad, my grand, everybody like, I'm like, I hate that New York attitude and all that's, like, I always talk like that, but and they all hate it because they all grew up their whole lives in New York. But right. Uh, so I never knew too much about New York cause I wasn't interested And in, but the day it happened, I definitely took a good long, hard look cause that was the big first big thing in my life. Right. Where I was like, Holy crap, what the heck happened here? And, and uh, it was funny. We had a recruiter uh, come on campus, like, I don't know, within the weeks following. And uh, they gave like, uh, it was a Marine Corps recruiter came in my, I think it was in my, World history class, or something, and they gave the whole spiel about you know how motivating it was to be a Marine. The Marines, the best branch, and we do the best things, and we we're the first in, and we're the you know, we yep. all this stuff. And uh, it and it was like right after 9 11, right? And uh, I was, I just, I, I remember just feeling pissed off that uh, I grew up in this country, especially how I grew up in Tennessee and you know, every. It life was simple and all this stuff right I never heard anything about this in my life and then that was the first big thing in my life and I just was pissed off and I was like I want to go get me some and this guy was in my class and pre- preaching the Marine Corps and I was only uh like I said I was only a freshman at the time right I went and talked to him and I was like hey like I want to get the Marine Can Corps I I go now yeah <laughs> I want to go right now I want to do this and He's like, obviously, he he took my – you know, every recruiter out there, they're desperate for contact info. They always want people to join. and Oh, yeah. uh, So I kind of just established a little relationship with him over the next couple of years, and I joined – I actually officially joined like a year out uh, before I graduated high school because there's a delayed entry program. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you can actually – that's what I was asking you about earlier. Yeah, Yeah, about my son. Yeah, you can join join and uh, sign the contract, and then uh, you basically just – and part of the delayed intro program, you just kind of meet up once a week and do your little workouts and <coughs> they prepare you for boot camp, basically. But anyway, I was like, I knew a, way a couple, you know, I was a couple years at behind the curve, but I, I went right in as a uh, graduate high school went right in and yeah, I was already uh, signed up to go. And, um, it was funny. I was, uh, my mom flipped when I did it and, um, I I did really well on the ASVAB test, which is what they make you do when you sign up. Well, yeah, considering we'll hear what you end up doing, well, you must have. <laughs> well, yeah, I did. Re- I did well, and and uh, I was like, no, no, no. Like, I'm signing up. I'm signing yeah, up yeah. to you know, I want to be an infantry guy. I want to be a grunt. I want to go and get me some. And right, like, dude, you did really well. Like, we can get any Joe Schmo off the street to go infantry in the Marine Corps. Uh, like, why don't you do something like Intel or whatever? And and i was like no i'm not signing the contract unless you put it in there that i'm uh you know going to be a grunt or whatever and so i made them force that in there they really didn't want to cuz they you know the recruiters have a hard time getting people signed up in the first place but that's the way i ended up going and um yeah i i don't regret it at all I, that's what i wanted to do and um i didn't i came out of the marine corps with zero i say uh, work worthy skills uh post marine corps um, but it's something I would never take back you know i did I ended up doing eight years um and getting out and it was definitely worth my time I, and yeah, I know I did eight years and i didn't I didn't gain a skill that I could have been employed with or or, or anything and had no like education but it's what I wanted to do so wow so yeah. you didn't do you didn't do school while you were in there no, I didn't have time no. and, and they allow like tuitions assistance and stuff right, like that. Right. Take college classes while you're in. Right. Uh, anybody today could probably do it because we're not really active in any country right now. And um, But Who when I was in, how long? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But <laughs> while I was in, it was like, uh, it was just an, uns- it was, well, it was a spoken rule. It said, right. Uh, if you're in any of the infantry units, like I was, they were like, they wouldn't even let you sign up. They just said, no, you're not doing it. Cause you have to basically your management has to sign off that you can, you're going to have time to take all the classes and take the exams and all that stuff. And, we were deploying nonstop back then and all that. So I didn't, I never got to do any schooling while I was in.
0: Yeah. Cause that's what I was like. Cause Gary, I know Gary got a lot of education. I guess he used the learning annex or something. I don't yeah. know. Or that's what he's, that's what he's commenting. We're all learning. We, we are learning every show. So where did you, since you were in Arizona, did you go to uh, MCRD San Diego? Yes, I did. How was that?
3: It was good. I mean, um, uh... I don't have have, Marines like to fight over which one's the best East coast, West coast. I I never, I never got too involved in that. You know, (laughs) it's like if you're West of the Mississippi, you go to the West coast. If you're East, you go, you know, you go to to San Diego
0: or you go to what New York, New Jersey, New York,
3: North Carolina, North
0: Carolina. Oh yeah.
3: And, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really care. I so yeah, I I did my, my time at MCRD and it's funny. Uh, I went to MCRD San Diego. I got stationed in, uh, my first duty station was in 29 palms. Well, actually oh. I, after boot camp, I go to being a grunt. I went to school of infantry, which was in camp Pendleton. And right. Then post post camp Pendleton, uh, which is, you know, just North of San Diego. And, uh, my first duty station was in, uh, 29 palms. Uh, oh, and that's a pure joy. Yeah. So I get, I did my first four years there. And then, uh, I reenlisted while I was in Iraq and I, uh, wow. I ended up going back to Camp Pendleton for my last four years. <laughs> oh, well, at least
0: you went from, from the <laughs> middle of the desert to the, to the coast, coast, right?
3: That's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Hey, that was the cool thing. We were in Disneyland last year, and the uh, Camp Pendleton oh. the Marine Corps band plays, like, when they do the flag, they came and played uh, for the oh, okay. flag. I yeah, I guess it's only done once in a while, so it was kind of cool. We were there, and the Marine Corps band from Camp Pendleton came and played, so... That was that was pretty dope. That was pretty dope. There's shadow mark. 29 pounds. Oh yes. It is it is probably the most exotic base there is. Yeah. I know everybody's always my dad, I, I just that was the one thing. He didn't share many stories. He definitely didn't share stories of oh god joey's on fire right now <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> were you at camp lejeune? he's a little too young joey he's a little too young yeah. for that lawsuit <laughs> yeah i've seen he that is. going around for sure <laughs> hey my dad i actually went and so i went through all my dad's paperwork he was at camp lejeune i just the problem is is there's so much fraud with this that whole thing I with bet, that yeah. case, trying to find somebody legitimate and and even if we have anything i mean who knows who knows? Yeah. But my dad was already getting everything anyway. So um, so I know you said you went to Iraq. So how many times did you go out of country? Twice. Twice. And how long?
3: Uh seven months per each time. Moment. Okay.
0: Yeah. And we're I know you said Iraq one time, was it Iraq both? Iraq or again, yeah. Different different stations or same place?
3: Uh, so my I deployed my first deployment was like uh let me like six months or so after I got to my first duty station, I went to mm-hmm. Iraq. I was stationed at camp Fallujah in 2006. And um, we, we, my job like that deployment was basically uh MSR security. So MSR was the main supply route Okay. Um, between, you know, that that's what we, that's what we call their highway that goes from like Ramadi to Fallujah to Baghdad. Right. And so that's, that was like my job. The whole first deployment was uh, security all along that highway and all the surrounding villages and stuff. Uh, Pretty big area, you know, of operation. And uh, so that was what I did my whole first deployment. And then I went back my second deployment. And we, that was in what? oh End of 07 through 08. And um, we were, the mission was a little different on my second, but my first deployment, th- there were two completely different deployments. My first deployment was still early enough in the war where, you know, we were pushing through areas and kicking down doors and stuff. And my second deployment was more, Hey, we're going village to village we're, we had interpreters with us. We were talking to shakes of villages and basically, uh, Hey, what do you need? We're trying to rebuild. Like we're trying to right. get our relations back and, so that it was it was a lot different deployment, but what I got kind of stuck doing my detail was basically uh we were clearing grid squares all over like the entire country of Iraq. we were looking for weapons caches and uh any sort of illegally owned weapons or anything like that so we were uh nice. I covered almost the whole most of that country, my second flight I
0: was well you were i mean your first deployment you're in all the big city like you're literally running all the big city I mean that's everything we would hear about right is yeah you know, we're Ramadi. Pusher Pusher back back
3: those are the three big ones. My second appointment, I I did everything from Baghdad, Fallujah, Ramadi, uh, Haditha, um, Mosul, Iraq, which was way up northern okay. Iraq, yeah. which was uh, they were known. That's where most of the Christians in Iraq were actually oh, okay. uh, living, and so they were probably persecuted. They were, and that, yeah, that was a pretty cool story for my second appointment. We got to have a helping hand, like uh, helping out some of those Christian villages, and right. Um, freeing some of them up did you and, come across oh, yeah.
0: any hyenas <laughs> hyenas no
3: yeah. i didn't slew <laughs> <laughs> to
0: outside the wire troops
3: i wasn't and- yeah i was so i was gonna say my first deployment which was definitely by far the crazier deployment as far as like action right and uh, right but i got to go inside of camp feluja every night where you basically without you know with the exception of some random indirect fire mortars coming in and landing every once in a while it was for the most part pretty safe you know right uh so it was it's funny i my crazy deployment i i was called my crazy deployment i got to sleep inside like a little trailer that had a little air conditioner on it you were glamping (laughs) 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 glamping Glamping. yeah and and then my second deployment when it wasn't as crazy uh we were clearing grid squares all over the country and i literally we uh like went from one town we cleared grid squares and we would just coil, we called it coiling up at night it was just a squad you know so 16 marines four trucks four humvees and uh we would drive outside of the city and uh we would just camp out in the desert at night and we would have you know fire watch shifts to make sure no one's coming up on us in the middle of the night but we just slept in the like a bivy sack next to our humvee in the in the sand See, we're so I, the I actually hand. having the camp man you had yeah to struggle yeah but- my whole second appointment, I slept in the dirt every every night and I lived uh, off of nothing but MREs the whole deployment. Oh, wow. Sand sand in
0: places you could never get sand it out sand from huh? <laughs> yeah. so Joey's no, asking if if you were if you were there when they hung Saddam.
3: I see that. Yeah, I wasn't that I was, that happened uh I think the year the a year or two before the my first appointment.
0: Oh okay. Yeah. But that's I mean, it's just crazy. Like he was in Kirkuk in it looks like 2011. And he's Air Force. Joey was Air oh. Force, so uh, it's it's been cool because we've had a lot of guests. You know, whether whatever branch, you know, name the branch, and they've all been somebody's been in Iraq, somebody's been in Afghanistan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> last week, I mean, it was kind of cool. That was one of the stories. Is he was actually he was in uh, basic during nine eleven. Like he oh. was, so you know, he's all <laughs> yeah. The base that literally means- changed, right? Yeah. And it, so you signed overnight. up thinking
3: one thing, and then you graduate boot camp, and you're like, oh, crap. Tonto, <laughs> hey. Did it snow in Iraq? Uh, so, uh, like, I, I know a lot of people ask, because, like, Afghanistan, people that go to Afghanistan, they, like, it definitely snows there, and it gets really cold. Uh, Iraq, it gets pretty cold. Uh, but I personally never saw snow. Um, but it, it does get cold in the winters, I, and it rains a ton. So I right. I, uh, I was a gunner on the turd on my first deployment. So I remember, uh, oh, on yeah, the I remember out on the – I'm sorry. On the Humvee or yeah, on, on Humvee, on okay. a Humvee. Yeah, I remember uh driving in the winter deployment. Um, because I, I got there in October and I stayed through like May, and uh, it was so I saw the whole winter. And it, I remember just driving <laughs> out on the Humvee as the gunner, the only person sticking my whole body <laughs> out. <of the> truck. <laughs> and it was that. like just rain, almost like I don't know. It felt like three or four days a week, and it was like oh. so it got cold enough where I'd be sleeting on my face. We had the ball of clavas, you know, but those don't do anything, those little thin ones. I had to get this like cold weather one that was like thick padding, and I pulled as close as I could over my eyes and wear eye pro because I was getting beaten down by all the sleep, you know. (laughs) So it definitely gets cold, and it does get cold in Iraq, cold enough, you know. Right, I never saw snow. I
1: was <laughs> driving probably forty miles. Yeah, away.
3: driving for stupid Mercedes. Yeah, yeah,
2: it was
0: miserable. Yeah, the Mercedes the headlight, <laughs> headlight windshield wipers. Yeah, that was, so that was I funny. had a,
3: a winter deployment and I had a summer deployment. You know, so, oh, so which one was experience. which one was better? I think if I had to go back, I'd still pick the winter deployment because yeah, the summer, I I, bet it's I live so in Arizona. Hot. And I, I know what the 120s feel like in Arizona, uh, dry heat. In Iraq, <laughs> depending boy. on where you're at, uh, it can get in the 130s, and it's more humid than it is, especially if you're near, like, the Tigris or the Euphrates, uh, through, you know, all through Ramadi, Fallujah, back like, there's, there's a lot of water in that area. It gets pretty humid. And it it's 130 and humid, so it's, yeah, it's a lot no, worse. It sucks. and
0: then and then just sand, random sandstorms, and because that's what I've heard from some of the guys, <laughs> the oh, black the Hawk big down,
3: yeah,
2: yeah,
0: black have, Hawk down,
3: <laughs> yeah. I got pictures of the some of the hoo that are <coughs> so bad, like you can't see your hand out in front of your face. Taking a picture, wow. you just put your goggles on and just wait for it to pass, and it's it, yeah, they're bad over there. That's
1: what we were talking about last week. They had a tent, but. You would sleep, and it would just, it would just filter.
0: Yeah, it would just still blow. you just get, get all the particles. Yeah. Well, that's what it, to the couple of Cody's friends that went to Iraq and Afghanistan, they just said, you just, you know, it's like going to the beach, and it's a trip that never ends. Yeah. <laughs> you, just the sand never goes away. It doesn't.
3: I, and like I said, my that deployment like I spent out, the, whole, the, whole t- the whole deployment in the dirt, sleeping at night, Uh, it, that was my summer deployment, so it was hot as heck, and At night, I would no sleeping bag, just a bivy sack, which is like your water-resistant shell that goes over your sleeping bag. I would lay in that on the dirt, and the sand just blowing all night. I would zip it around my head. Like you had to make a decision: do I want to keep my (laughs) face out to like stay as cool as I can, even though it's hot as heck out, or do I want to zip shut and just like basically feel like you're in a sauna, but it keeps most of that sand off your face. (laughs) Yeah, so that's what I dealt
0: with. Oh, yeah. His, yeah. his security speaking up now. I like it. His security speaking up. Yeah. That's my my little belt, my mouth. Oh man. That's we're we're gonna have to talk about yeah, that. We got, we're gonna get into we're that. Gonna, that some we're that. gonna come back to that. We don't want to so.
1: shorten your time on your military service. But we, <laughs> yeah, do have, no, we do have we do no. have some of those questions up.
0: <laughs> I'm sure I still got sand in my pelican case from twelve and fifteen. <laughs> I would bet you do. Yeah. <laughs> My only time not in A.C. in Iraq was when we got to smoke cigars in the smoke tent. Uh, again, coming from the Air Force. Let say, me, say, let me give you background.
3: Guys? That's- yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. My only time not in A.C. Yeah. See, that's it. <laughs> <Yeah>. that, I <laughs> could Dine- tell just by the way Dine- they
3: Because Diner- my, my neighbor's Air Force, and he was talking about <laughs> one of his uh, deployments he was on in Australia. And his, oh, uh, I bet his- that was
0: really rough.
3: <laughs> wow. Wow. He talks about how they went from the uh, where they landed to like their four star hotel in their convoy, and they saw all the I, I guess like army or whatever it was in tents along the road sleeping in tents, and they just went and stayed in their four star hotels with their AC and everything. I was like, wow, <laughs> that's how they like to rub it in, and yeah. I was like, eh, I well, that's where I was
0: trying to steer my son. I mean, we we love the Marines, but I was like, dude, you could go to the Air Force and <laughs> have have you know catered meals you don't have to work <laughs> you know all that kind of stuff so i'm the same way too I, yeah well you were joined, a marine you lived it
3: yeah when i when i well when i joined there was definitely a huge conflict going on so that there was a reason enough to pick marine corps but uh you know i tell my my boys even my boys are high school age and um i tell them if they even thought about it, i'm like yeah with the way things are right now today there's no i don't see the point and in the you know saying that you were in the marine corps you know you could go get a technical skill and get spoiled and get some education in the navy or air force or something you know
1: i'm not saying that your like kids it. are like that but i think i know yeah the joey comments and i'm trying to stay focused tonight. here because you know how i am I, I'm, I'm very <laughs>
0: liberal i know but it's <laughs> it's funny because it goes along with the story and he's on fire <laughs> he says
1: Trying to give him MREs and they just went to Applebee's.
0: Yeah, um so funny. See,
1: I mean, that's what sucks. I lost my trailer. I know. Anyways, oh, I'm sorry. Um, no, 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 no. I um, yeah, forget it.
0: Well, we'll keep going. You come back to it. Oh no. So, <laughs> so I know you said you did eight years, right? What what mm-hmm. made you decide that it was finally time? I mean, you did eight. Why couldn't you get to twenty? I mean, I know it's well, twelve more years.
3: Yeah, no, no. I, I actually a hundred percent agree with you. Um, I had already enlisted again. So I was okay. actually, I owed 12 years to the military and obviously at that point I was planning on going career. Right. Um, but around my seven year mark, um, because of some injuries I got overseas in Iraq and everything that was kind of, um, so, uh, to jump into it, I guess I, I got injured my first deployment pretty bad. Um, cool. I came back and I kind of just sucked it up. I was like, I was like 19, 20 at the time. And mm-hmm. I just kind of bucked it up and never really wor- worried too much about it. And I pushed through like, you know, when you're 19, you can get hit by a truck and like walk home, you know? Like, <laughs> oh, so well, like, and,
0: and I mean, here's the realism. The people around you, especially your leadership is like, yeah, you better
3: figure it. If I can throw some is dirt on it, and you're good.
1: Is there a bone? Exactly. There? Yeah. No, no, you're good.
3: Yeah. You're cool. So, yeah, I, I got hurt enough to where uh, I, I went and did my second deployment and I actually raised my hand and re-enlisted in the desert of Iraq. And it was actually pretty funny. Uh, that was, I told you my second deployment, we were just living in the deserts. Right. Grits square to Grits square. Uh, they actually flew a career, replan- or a career planner um, and the JAG officer out in a Hilo to where we were at in the middle of the desert in Iraq to Decide. swear us in and re-enlist wow. uh, pretty cool wow. <laughs> and the other <laughs> the other part too is you know if uh any dollar you made in iraq was uh tax-free um you, you're in a combat zone so it's all tax-free and so uh i got a re-enlistment bonus because back then you know they couldn't keep gr- grunts in the marine corps or anywhere you know because there was an active war going on, and people were, you know, people don't actively join as much to be a grunt when there's an active war. So they were giving out some pretty fat reenlistment bonuses, and uh, so I got a pretty fat reenlistment bonus, tax free, and nice. I uh, I had my first son uh, two months before I went on my second deployment, and uh so I I came back and he was already walking and talking. Oh yeah, and, wow. um, yeah. So that was, you know, that That's I didn't awesome. want that to. Yeah. So I wanted to take a little bit of a break. And when I, uh, when I, when I reenlisted, I, I uh, got locked in my contract that I was going to, you can choose to go do what they call a B billet, you know, when you, when you reenlist. And so Mm -hmm. usually that means like recruiting or drill instructor. Oh. And uh, in my case, I, I took a third option a lot of people don't realize is uh, I went to go on the range uh, for MCRD. Oh, and uh, that's cool. I, I ended up being a primary marksmanship instructor uh, wore the big uh, campaign <laughs> cover like the drone instructors do yeah, and, yeah 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 i did I did that for my last uh, enlistment and so I was able to kind of i was in physical therapy, recovering from some of my injuries and trying to make it make it happen uh, re-enlisted again and then they ended up putting a stop on it because I started having such uh bad issues coming from my injuries I started having arthritis coming in and all this other stuff uh-huh. they put me on a medical board and uh basically where they a panel of doctors gets to choose if you get to stay in or not. And uh, I fought that for nine months. Cause at the time, all I knew was the Marine Corps and that's what mm-hmm. I wanted to do. And uh, nine months later they came back and they said, uh, yep, you're, we're deeming you non-deployable. You're not allowed to deploy again. And, in the Marine Corps, if you can't deploy, you're done. So they ended oh, wow. up forcing me out medically. And I was uh, pretty pissed off at the time, but I, looking back it was probably one of the best things that happened to me so
0: right now i want to i do want to go back because i know there's something else you wanted to ask about uh a belt color or something
1: yeah well when obviously we got a little details from matt and when you were in um some hand-to-hand combat you got to be an instructor like did you run the program for him
3: yeah well yeah so any of the marines that are on here they know what map is it's the marine Corps martial arts program uh pretty much any marine going through boot camp gets their tan belt during boot camp and um, and i think <laughs> cool. it, and then it goes and then you can get a gray belt a green belt brown belt black belt and then you start getting all your tabs and on so it's a it, it's a lot and so my second deployment or my sorry my second enlistment when i was in uh back at Pendleton teaching marksmanship mm-hmm. they uh they sent me to the McMap Instructor School, and uh, so I ended up. People laugh about the McMap program, but I'll tell you what. It, it when I went to the instructor school for McMap, when this I'm, is coming from a grunt that was in Iraq for two deployments, and right. I went through all the all my infantry training and all my specialized infantry training schools and all that. The hardest thing I did in the Marine Corps was my McMap Instructor School. Literally, the hardest thing I ever did. In the really, Corps. really, yeah, yeah. We we started with uh, I think it was twenty five guys, and we graduated seven. Dang. So it was yeah, wow. it was hardest thing I ever did in the Marine Corps. I tell people that all the time, like because you wouldn't think so. But uh the instructor school is tough. Uh most of you know, most people drop out due to injuries, and um they just have us beat the crap beat beat on each other for I, th- I forget what it is, it's like six or eight weeks or something like that. But um yeah, I it's rough. So even the seven guys that make it
0: out are <laughs> just hobbling, <laughs> yeah, just like
3: Oh, I did. I, I got out with a sprained ankle. Luckily, that was my worst injury, and uh, I got my little instructor tab, and and uh, so I was a uh, I was up at the brown belt level instructor, and I uh, so yeah, my last couple of years in the ring, I was doing a little bit of instructing mcmap as well. So and, you are uh,
0: you were all right to do all that, even being I mean you were obviously hurt too. Well, you got so like thoroughly. I said, I did
3: I did that school about two years before I got out, and it was rough and. I just—it uh, yeah. was after that that they made yeah body harding. You're right. <laughs> I teach my kids that you know we me, I always body I I'm like yeah it. you. Air you Force know you can actually make your body harder. <laughs> yeah. It's called calluses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Slapping bones together and uh, but yeah so uh, I was I I was barely okay to do the the highest belt color, belt color. is black but they do. I don't even remember, honestly, but they do black belt with a red stripe and then you can get like up to, I think you can get up to like four stripes on your black belt, yeah. oh, okay. maybe four or five, something like that. But uh, yeah, I taught up to the brown belt level and I did that uh, up until they threw me on the med board and said, uh, we're looking at you for your injuries you, get, you got and some of your uh, arthritis and even hearing loss was one of the things they were coming after me for and I had pretty severe hearing loss. And, um, well, I'm sure being next to that
0: 50 cow, <laughs> yeah, <can't> yeah. <laughs> that, that yeah, there's that probably... an earplug too. before
1: Joey gets on, before he gets on there, they did have the, the 3M earplug lawsuit going on. I right? did.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. There's, <laughs> I was the, rocking uh, those 3M uh, earplugs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, I did, I, I wanted dang, now. I just lost my train of thought, man, that sucks. Uh, cause I wanted to ask around, uh, like with the, with your, your medical piece, was it due to you starting to show the signs or was it a physical that you had that they all of a sudden said it was basically
3: a physical. Yeah. Okay. It's, and they said, Whoa, uh, Whoa, Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was having some weird pains and groans and, and all this stuff. And, um, I, uh, I went, so it's. It's funny. Like I actually went for some re- some reasons uh, that are a little out there. But I was uh like <coughs> I was like passing blood and stuff when I came. oh yeah, yeah I was so it's pretty. I got some pretty big workups done, and they you know they thought I was having some issues due to like a burn pit burn pit exposure in Iraq. Sorry, and, and there's uh, the burn pit. There's the yeah, burn yeah. pit. <laughs> Yeah. So they ended up doing some pretty deep down like physicals and stuff and all like give me a full check over because I never really got like a crazy full check over after my deployments. And um, a lot of the back pain that I was just being a hard charger and pushing through over the years and all that mm-hmm. stuff, they finally were like, yeah, you're, you know, I broke my back. They said, you got arthritis, like growing like crazy in your lower back. I had crushed discs in my middle upper back and uh, I had just all kinds of issues going on, chronic sprains in my ankles Damn. and so they're they're finally like hey we're throwing you on a uh a... so yeah, Joey yeah, so... Joey actually he does
0: he yeah, may he work works. for the VA <laughs> so he he kind of knows that that side of it as well so Oh yeah yeah I, I
3: got <laughs> then, hooked, I got hooked up on that part
0: Yeah well that's I mean If you're obviously med boarded, then they already know you, you know, they're the ones putting you out. So now they, they definitely got to pay you percentage. Uh, and then Tonto hit the VA with the old Austin three sixteen. (laughs) What?
3: That's, that's funny. (laughs) Yeah. What? Yeah. I, I got, uh, I, I actually got medically retired. Uh, mine was bad enough that they made it a a full medical retirement. Um, you can be medically retired with benefits or without benefits. So right. if you get medically retired really? with benefits, yeah, if you get medically retired with benefits, it's basically like a, a military pension and mm-hmm. and healthcare and all that stuff, right? Like, okay. almost as if you would have done a retirement uh, without benefits, which is what they deemed me. Um, they they can do it one of two ways. You can you you don't get the healthcare benefits and um so i don't get any of that and then they they uh they gave me a separate package
0: yeah i'm Uh, like why but why wouldn't you get i mean don't you so is there a different level of benefits or something
3: yeah well like i said if you if depending on how severe your like leading cause on your paperwork is that the reason you're getting out um if it's bad if it's like a certain percentage they'll give you uh, like I said, you'll get your military pension and, and healthcare for your family and everything, right? Like just like right. you, you do. But uh, in my case, my percentage they gave me at the time wasn't high enough, and so they medically retired me without benefits. And they basically uh, they gave me a severance package on the way out. So they just, they threw me like I forget what it was at the time, but it was it was probably like uh, like twenty seven thousand dollars or something like that. They gave me a severance package, <laughs> it's nothing, and uh, and then. Uh, they literally came back with an answer. I was still, remember I told you I was fighting it. I was hoping to still stay in. Right. Cause I already reenlisted. I was already supposed to go out another four years. Right. And uh, they came back and they said, you're out in two weeks. <laughs> here's your wow, service whoa. package. Yeah. Wow. Here's your service package. And then uh, they, they do get you set up with like all the appointments and all the stuff to get your, all your yeah, everything disability ratings for, I, I had all oh, that ready to go true. when I got out. So, wow. Well, yeah, did, to- it was. It did suck. That was
0: that was rough. They're recruiting, recouping your Uh-oh. severance pay. Uh, there's my security.
3: <laughs> yeah. So all I know about the severance pay of, to answer that question is, um, if if your uh, severance, if you get a severance package when you out, you have to pay it back uh, based on the percentage of your main um, item on your medical discharge. So if you were like, if your main item whatever that was at the top of your discharge was like 10% or 20% disability. Right. You have to pay that severance back at that. 20% comes out of your monthly check to go pay that severance back until it's paid back full. I actually got really lucky because the reason I, the main reason I got put on the medical board was for my back, my broken back and my, all that arthritis and all that stuff. Right. Uh, which was rated pretty high, but when they, did the whole med board process. They made my main uh, issue, th- the hearing loss. They broke that down as the number one at the top of the what list. The heck? And the Marine, the military doesn't rate very high at all for hearing mm-hmm. loss. Unless you're, right. like, you're deaf. And uh, so I got rated it. I'm service connected for hearing loss, but it's, I'm 0%, which means I it's actually uh-huh. lucked out because I have, I do, I am required to pay my service back at 0% per month. So I don't have, so I've never paid anything back towards my severance.
0: Oh, that's how it worked. Yeah. Okay.
3: So. But that's still, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's so, still I mean, like, I'm but
0: still it's the like, health benefit, Right. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, they still get their. You still get your VA benefits. Right.
3: I mean, it's just, I'm still fully covered through the VA. Right. And, um, yeah. And, and I, you know, I, uh, yeah. Connected for hearing loss. That's tough, but they'll, they usually most vets I know get it for like uh, tinnitus or something, but, uh. Yeah, I definitely had some pretty severe hearing loss, and they still gave me zero percent. But at least I'm connected. Crazy! Wow. I have oh, my uh, I have my hearing aids right here, but I never wear them. <laughs> <laughs> you just a lot of what? <laughs> a lot of yeah, that cold? What? what, I, what?
0: I, that's what I prefer I, uh, <laughs> yeah. well, concerned. plus you don't have to hear some of the bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get you. I get you. Tinnitus. Most people get ten percent for tinnitus too. <laughs> yep. Wow. See, my dad was all, I mean, he had Agent Orange, he had he had oh, wow. lung issues, so he was, ended up being over 100% by the time we were, we were done. Oh, wow. I don't even think. He was actually like 130, like yeah. it was like 120, 130%. I don't, I just know he was getting, but it took until he was in his 60s for us and it took him getting sick before he got anything. So we didn't, we didn't get it any earlier or anything. So, um, oh, wow. I'm, I'm hoping, you know, with yours, you you get everything taken care of. Yeah, I do. Yes, Mr. Signer, that is a sit rep 22 hat from a fellow Marine. So, I want to talk e- Eric it. will get his stuff I, someday.
1: I am, I don't even want to talk about Everybody it.
0: Everybody that ordered will. All right. So, let's go. Uh, you're, so, you're, you're, you're yeah. med boarded, right? So, that's all a surprise. So what happens when you get out? Because now you're like, I got okay, plans, shit, right? I was what? planning on doing this longer. Now what do I do with myself?
3: That was a huge issue when I first got out. I was sitting here literally going, I kind of brainstormed my wife like, <laughs> uh, wow, we have, you know, we're married. I owned a house in California. Actually, we bought oh. our first house out there and we Where had at? two kids. And uh, so I was stationed at Camp Pendleton. I, was, I bought a house in Menifee. Uh, California, which is just north of Temecula a little ways. Right, right. And uh, so we bought that. We were both in uh, for the long term, you know, and we had two kids, two little kids. They're only a year and a half apart. And uh, we were like, what the hell do we do? Luckily, I had some good coaching from a friend of mine that knew how the med board process worked. Mm -hmm. They were like, dude, I know you're fighting it. I know you're trying to stay in. I know you're I know you already got orders to stay in. But uh, worst case scenario it's going to happen like the way it happened. They told me worst case scenario, they're going to come back and be like two weeks or something like that. So they were like, dude, if you know what's best for you, you're just going to go ahead and sell your house and like stay somewhere temporary for now until, um, until you find out the answer. Right. So it was a, in my mind, I was like, do I either sell it or, and and then I end up saying in. what the hell do I do? But anyway, I sold it just to be careful. And I actually sent my wife back to live with her, Parents with my two kids for like the last four months of my med board, uh, just because we didn't know what was going to happen. And uh, sure enough, they came back and they said, You're out. So I was like, Well, thank God I sold it. I called her that day and uh, was like, hey, Go find a house right now because I'm not going to have proof of income in like two weeks, <laughs> right? You know? I was like, Go find a house. We got to buy a house in Arizona. So she went and found one. I I bought a house, never seen it, you know, I never saw it before I bought it or anything. Just Did you go straight to surprise
1: and... whenever you guys bought. Was it what Arizona?
3: Yeah. Did you go straight surprise Arizona? Yeah. Yeah. I bought it in surprise. And, uh, so we bought that and that's, I moved, I got my severance package. I moved home and here I am sitting with, I had some debt, you know, from the Marine Corps, but I mean, not much, but I I'm sitting here with a house, a mortgage, my wife and kids, no job, no degree, no education, no skills, Wow. And $27,000 was my severance package. And I was sitting there going, How would I, I do this? You know, yeah. And, and in 2012, you know, you remember this is after the big crash and like the yep. houses, people were squatting in houses and ripping everything out of the houses. And yep. the only house I could afford was one that was completely the guy that got foreclosed on ripped everything out of the house, you know, like all the doors cabinets. and the app, you know, yeah, all the appliances, the cabinets, the ceiling fans, the door handles, the Like everything you could possibly imagine, water (laughs) eater. That's what was happening.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, So I spent my whole first summer just using my severance to fix up my house so it was livable. We literally all, me, the wife, and kids slept in one bed in our living room on a concrete floor because we ripped all the carpet out, and uh, lived in one room. And we fixed up one room at a time and went around the house and eventually all got into our rooms. And then I, I got, I started getting done with the house. Like we got to a point where it was pretty livable, and I was sitting here going. Well, shit, I have no severance left. I have no money. I got no skill. I got no degree. I got nothing. I was like, what do I do? I literally didn't even think that far ahead because it happened so fast, right? Yeah. And uh, I was like, well, everyone talks about this GI Bill you get from the military, right? Like, I don't want to let that go to waste. That's a pretty good opportunity. So I went, I drove to the local community college down the street one day. Just, I told my wife, too. I was like, I'm just going to ask some questions how the GI Bill thing works. I went in, they told me like, hey, we we have people free. You can take the little placement test right now. And like, we'll figure out how it works. And long story short, I walked out fully enrolled in college that day. And uh, I came back to my wife and I was like, well, I guess I'm going to college full time and going to try and live off the GI Bill. So I got through the first two years of that, um, taking out student loans and going to school on the GI Bill. Uh, That's how I've made it for two years. And then wow. I got lucky and landed an internship, uh, an engineering internship that paid pretty well actually for an intern uh, for my, uh, the next summer. And then I was going through college still. And then I landed one at where i work currently now for my last two years of college. They actually, I landed a summer internship at a nuclear power plant. We're actually the largest power plant in the country. Damn. And, uh, we, they let me stay on year round. So I was like going to school full time, like, or three days a week and then i'd work there my other two or three days a week you know oh
1: wow, so, oh, wow. that's awesome
3: yeah I, d- I did that for two so, years so you were
0: paying. getting the gi bill which was paying for school and then getting I mean, student loans to pay for your life yep yeah, yeah. <laughs> damn exactly that's he worked at a power plant, eh? I, well
3: i mean he was yeah. gonna be an engineer like yeah. that's what he was working to so yeah,
1: work smarter
3: <laughs> so yeah i mean i eventually got my uh, electrical engineering degree with an emphasis in power and uh took me five years and um, it you know full-time with a wife and two kids at home uh going to school themselves you know they were they were school-aged already at this point and uh with so everything was, else
1: that's going around on them and in them
3: and, yeah and, that's
1: and, and do, I mean dude, that's, so, that's awesome
0: yeah look at yeah. I'm a hustler baby <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. it worked <laughs> out and uh yeah I, I ended up Get rolling, like basically. You know, I had an interview and all that stuff, but I basically went right, right. right into a full time position at the at the power plant, Dang. and I've been I there think- ever since. That was I graduated in twenty seventeen, so I've been there ever since. So post nine eleven OJT is the best
0: thing ever. Just work the regular job and get paid for it extra.
3: Oh, I've yeah. Heard, yeah, I've heard the OJT <laughs> stuff. That's pretty good too. Depending on what you want to do, um, right. but yeah, post nine eleven GI. I joined before they had the post nine eleven GI Bill going, so I was still able to go on the old. They called it the Montgomery GI Bill, mm-hmm. and we actually had to pay like I think it was a hundred bucks a month for the first year you were in twelve hundred bucks, and then you got your Montgomery GI Bill benefits, or you could uh, transition to the post nine eleven GI Bill, which is what I did because that's what they had when I got out. And, and right. it, it is good; they pay for your college and they pay you whatever their rated housing allowance is for your uh, area where you're. Okay. Going. So, okay,
0: so that helped, and then I mean, obviously, it's not so enough, you didn't yeah. you didn't have to obviously you didn't have to work until you ended up going through the internships and all that. Yeah, that's. that's I mean, a- it was.
3: Rough. I had to take student loans because the right. Most, if you got, if you're if you get out and you're single and you're like renting a room or something, you can you probably can get by on the GI right. Bill. Uh, but I owned a house and had a wife and two kids, and they were going to school themselves and all. Of- doesn't work. I've tried to keep her at home as much as I could. We're pretty old school. We have a, we have a pretty old school relationship. She's a stay at home mom has since day one and she still is the best thing. And, um, Oh, I love it. And, uh, I, you know, I grew up, my parents were divorced. My dad, my mom had full custody. She was working like two jobs and going to night school. And so when we got married, that was part of our deal. I was like, yeah, I want you to I never had a parent like at home all the time. I was making right. my own dinners, cleaning the yeah. house. And I was like, I want you to at home. And she was all, all all on board for it. So tough times <laughs>
1: make tough people. That's the whole that little quote that, that goes <laughs> floating around, right?
3: Well, that's
0: that's the that's, the evolution yeah. is is
1: but I think well I think you know uh you know, I, I want to progress a little bit now. So you get you obviously you get the house put together, you got things going on. Um, so what's the next step? What what's the next process you guys did that you guys went through?
3: after the oh getting the house together and everything yeah
1: got all the house put together (laughs) so So yeah that was like
3: that was like my summer out and uh we you know we're that was a tough time in my life uh yeah i was i went from being gone for seven months i i literally my wife was what uh 18 years old when i married her oh and uh i we were like high school sweethearts so i I knew her for years and uh yeah so we we uh she was young as hell we we put that together we have had a rough time like i said so we i we had a baby right away right i deployed i left her alone for seven months with a newborn baby at nineteen years old yeah and uh come home and i helped her out for about eleven months. i was back after that appointment and then I went back for another seven months and uh you know got her pregnant again and uh so it was just a lot of time away. Exactly. then when I was in recruit training, I was an instructor uh, in recruit training. And I was I had to work six days a week. I was working 16, 17 hours a day. And so I was just never around. Never. So, like, we had a rough marriage. <laughs> just, yeah. you know, the baseline was our, right. was rough, you know. Right. Yeah.
0: And so. But it's yeah, all you was- knew, too. I mean, it's all. At, I mean, being 18, you don't yeah. know much. Else. I mean, a le- Obviously, you went through the divorce. I don't know what her family life was about. So it, it's even though it's rough, it, it was oh, what her you guys parents knew. were together.
3: Yeah, her Fair. parents were together her whole life. But uh, she, her her mom had her when she was forty five years old. She her oh, parents oh, were wow. yeah, her wow. parents were the same age as my grandparents. So okay, uh, her mom's eighty right now, and she's only thirty four years old. So wow, yeah. So <laughs> it's. It, she, she, but she yeah, she lived a different life than I did. And yeah. and she was in I, I met her in Scottsdale, Arizona. She's a, I don't know if you know about Scottsdale, Arizona, but it's like the ritzy part of town. And it's where, you know, <laughs> you know where the golf courses all are. It's yeah, it's, everything's expensive down there, and um, it's all prissy, and you got to have money down there. That's
1: a shot right there. That was a shot. Chris, <laughs> yeah, uses I the, uses uses
3: it a <laughs> was a snob deal. Uh, hey, I
1: yeah. just got a text and said, dude, we got to get her on. Mentally tough. That was from Matt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're 18 years old. Yeah. yeah I mean, she she mean, went through everything.
1: That was awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah, she went through a lot. Yep, spring training. Spring training. Except, training. except, for, yeah. except for I know if this is Britain, you, you're you talking about the Giants. and We don't know. <laughs> I didn't yeah. just say
1: nothing, man i'm supporting my nuts nah. right now okay yeah. i'm supporting
0: uppity the nuts. place uppity place <laughs> snobby dale <laughs> no.
1: snobby dale yeah
0: you have i was gonna ask you have a light there you go yeah. sweet i was gonna ask i'm like dude we're losing it we're losing <laughs> <him."> <laughs> that that light behind you was Whoa. Disappearing. Do
1: you what? see those antlers okay that's what i want to get look we got two more segments we need to get to okay
0: so We right. still need to get to the dog we got talked about security got talk about security, we got we got to about security. security. Right. So I
1: was I was told that the that your the male dog that up, you have there's a hundred pound dog. Yeah. Yeah. And uh
0: night Joey. <laughs>
1: i have uh some other little
0: what, what's the hundred pound yeah. dog so i know we obviously know you have malinois because you you just talked about the malinois yep. which i'm surprised it's not doing like parkour off the walls and stuff
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna bust my chops for saying the, the way i said it right uh, no
0: nah, i'm gonna let you it go it says
1: illinois <laughs> right there dude that's a malinois
0: yeah, malinois malinois, <laughs> <laughs> it's a malinois. So it's on phonics well you know that. this is coming from i i have two rottweilers so i yeah. know okay. all about and and <laughs> i uh was around some dog training in my in my younger days and a lot of malinois and i learned early that i'd never want one i don't have i, the, I don't have the they're great dogs like i have nothing against them i'm just not the right person for them
3: well i just gave matt one that's uh Mal. i wish i could
1: oh, think boy. I, I wish i could show the picture He's just Matt's looking so man. I'm gonna say I'll send it to you. He's looking (laughs) so beautiful with the dog right there. He's looking very sophisticated.
0: So you have the Malinois, and then you have a German Shepherd.
1: But you have unique names for these dogs, right?
3: Oh yeah. So my male, he's uh, we've had him the longest. He's like uh, he's just over 100 pounds. He's mostly German Shepherd and Dutch Shepherd. Oh, and uh, his name's Ruger. And then uh, (laughs) the mom we got like three years ago. She's uh she's the Mal, and she's uh her name's Remington, and then huh? we actually kept. Weird, we kept, I'm, I'm uh, hearing a trend
0: here. <laughs> we poo-poo, kept poo-poo. one of their daughters
3: from the first litter. We actually bred them together, and we, from the first litter, we kept one of the daughters, and her name's Sig. So, uh, so Sig you, you don't have
0: an AR-50. You don't have an assault rifle that everybody could complain about. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's cool. Okay, so so you have the German shepherd's kind of a mix right with the Dutch yep. shepherd and then the Malinois and then you bred them. Yep. Okay. Now what's that, that puppy like?
3: She's awesome. I, I was, uh, I thought though the mom was the craziest cause the, the, that Mal, you know, but <laughs> right. Right. So we got the shepherd and Malinois mix and, I uh, wait. the daughter, we have a, I have a five and a half foot tall RV gate out by my driveway. And that's where I hang out all the time. Like my neighbor comes night. over, we'll have a couple beers or we'll, we'll, you know, we're working on products or whatever. If she senses someone out there, she bolts right over the RV gate. She jumps right up clean over it. Five and a half feet tall. That's what I'm telling you. I'm
0: telling you, those dogs are freaking. These are the dogs
3: you see like running up the tree, diving, grabbing. You know, a toy. (laughs) Like
0: where they went like thirty feet high, where the owner has to catch them because it's too dangerous for them to land. But they'll literally go up a wall and jump off. So
1: my my little Boston Terrier is gonna be like. (laughs)
0: He's shaking even more like he's got issues so i we always (laughs) we i always laugh because we have we have one roddy that's he he's absolutely acts like a roddy does everything you know he's he's once he goes for a walk he's ready to lay down right like a malinois you take him on a walk and they're like what what else are we doing let's go for a run let's go for you know and and then we have our female is literally like a malinois she like, my wife always makes fun of her because she'll be jumping around the couches, like just flying around the couches, jumping over the clear over them as a Rottweiler. We're yeah. like, I, you got to have some Malinois or something, but she's pure. So, I love,
3: yeah, I love it. You're right. It's definitely, you got to be hands on with these dogs. And, um, but I, and I was always like a one dog kind of guy. My wife kind of taught me to get in two, and then we had to breed them, and then we had to keep one from the first litter. And it just, <laughs> We had a Can second. Can we just year. take
1: pictures? Do we really need to keep the whole dog? It's
3: not the way it works, dude. <laughs> it's not, no- like I said, <laughs> I took I got her out of Snobsdale, Arizona, and, and she, that's and she, why. And she <sighs> has turned the other way. Like we have we have like 30 chickens. We got turkeys. We got three dogs awesome. now. Yeah, we had goats up until recently. Like we just Uh-oh. yeah, but she just oh, stayed home, get you home every time, to the time. Every time you. she talks me into it, she's like, well, I'm at home. I'll take care of them. It's no problem. No problem." So like, <laughs> can say no, you know? Like, <laughs> And
0: how old are your kids now?
3: 15, and one will be 14 soon. So, yeah. Gotta- and I'm sure they're That's super helpful age, with man. the dogs, right? They actually are. They do help. No, I them. was going right? to say,
0: they're they're
1: I bet it's a whole but different. Teenagers. I, I, dude, you know, I'm, I'm
3: kind of. I was the Marine dad, you know? Like oh, there say, it is. Yeah, right. I was going to say, dude. They- <laughs> yeah from about two years old i had them they knew exactly what parade rest was and when i was like <laughs>
2: <yeah>. <laughs> when, I yeah. was, when i was talking to them
3: in public and disciplining them you know kids like to always touch their face and yeah. not look at oh, yeah. stuff. when i was mad at them in public yeah, and like, just, picking at their, i'm like parade rest right now and they're like <laughs> staring, staring <laughs> me in the face and, oh it's uh,
1: surprising that Child Protective Services weren't called right, Dude, that but that's so, how it's supposed to be. Like that's, that is
0: so great. What's up every day Saturday?
1: What is up?
0: that that no. is so great though. I mean, I know like my dad probably he was he was he was straight up mean, but I think because of their reception back into the country from Vietnam, yeah. like he kind of stepped away from that, yeah. but he still had the the a hole was yeah, there yeah. And, and the discipline and the you know the anger. But he, uh, yeah, I didn't get parade rest, but I got a lot of other things. I got my ass beat, that's for sure. Yep. Yeah, so. so. Smoke checking. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke so yeah,
3: I I had a lot of comments in my younger dad days. I don't I don't yeah. have to go, I don't actually go too crazy anymore. Uh, you well, can, you don't. You can... You've already set the base, right? Yeah, You've exactly. You've already set the
1: foundation, so now you're just building the house and putting the walls and the roof and everything like that. Yeah, they 15, know 15, what I'm 15. capable
3: of. Yeah, yep. I got a
1: comment. They're also super smart too.
3: Oh yeah, now, you got
0: a whole. I got side Matt. Comment. Yeah, well, we got we Matt got the want, comments here. Matt, you got the side comments, and then we got security barking in the background. Well, Matt said he was <laughs> my mail's watch all on TV. fired up today. He,
1: he didn't want to get on on, but he's watching on TV, so he right. didn't want to comment. But he's right. I'm getting tics. Oh, Wait, we got the three <laughs> dots. They're gray. They're graying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, and then and oh. then we got Steve texting <laughs> yeah. him on the side. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So that's great.
0: All right so (laughs) so we so do you you train the dogs too are they are they trained in any way i'm not the best
3: trainer uh but i will say they're trained enough to where like and and my kid like i said my kids are pretty locked on they do help with the dogs and they they are responsible for the chickens the turkeys the goats all that stuff my uh my female uh the mom is the best she actually goes out my my kids take them out and uh at night or in the mornings and they when they round them up, put them up or whatever. Right. They have they call her out and she actually rounds my chickens up, puts them all up in their pen. She'll chase the goats into their goat house, chase the turkey. She rounds them up. She knows exactly what to do with all of them. So that's she's, awesome. They're they're working dogs, you know. We don't do a lot of working right. with them, but but I mean they, they, they're they're not the best it's trained. Usually. Like I don't have very good commands to get them to do whatever, but right they they know and like, hey, come on, let's go put the chickens up. They go put the chickens up and they go put the turkeys up and we take so recall. they do uh so you were pointing at my antlers earlier. Uh yeah, yeah they so go, we
1: want to get into that too.
3: We go shed hunting up north yeah. a lot. So we go find deer and elk antlers and uh we just actually were up there last weekend. I was and, gonna say uh,
1: isn't this this is the time of year for it, right? Yep, it is yeah, they just barely sure.
3: started dropping. We got we only got we got five antlers last weekend, Holy but we thing. well, I mean, yeah elk the big elk just started dropping, yeah. so like all the smaller oh, elk man. still have <laughs> Uh, their antlers attached but uh yeah we bring the dogs up and they, they go shed hunt with us and they they go out in front of us all three of them and they just we let them run we're out in the middle of the woods like nobody They're else probably there. happy awesome. as hell and they go help us find sheds and everything we've been doing it for years with them so they know they know shed hunting right so, yeah they're good and their recall is pretty good like they'll they'll come back you know if they used to chase off jack rabbits you know they take off and you would never see them again but now they stop if you yell at them and so they're they're trained enough for my purposes.
0: Yeah. So oh, have, hey, that's that's they they do what you need them to do. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Exactly. So I'm getting
1: Are, the detail here. He actually found a complete set one year apart from each other.
3: What I did.
1: Yeah. He said Who he said found that? one at Matt. Hey,
0: oh, okay. I, I'm getting, he, fed. He's I'm getting, getting a fed whole side a story stuff, over right? here. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm not smart. I couldn't find nothing on you, so I, to, I,
3: to,
1: I owe Matt so like twenty five bucks. Your
3: there, social media other. is pretty quiet. Yeah. So i figured that was speeding you stuff yeah <laughs> just a little
1: bit just a little bit now um that's why your friend I,
3: requested me on facebook because i am my facebook's pretty locked down unless we're. oh friends. no no
1: it's not pretty it is damn locked down. it is yeah. like straight up <laughs> you have two pictures <laughs> oh. i think it's the only two pictures that you have to have on yeah. facebook it's like only two pictures which is a nice pictures by the way but
3: <laughs> I, I
0: will say i i mean before i had to get in the business and even with my real estate like i didn't yeah, my I facebook did. was i mean i had like 11 people and that's all i cared about <laughs> i didn't want to i didn't want to do nothing me and, too and i would if people pissed me off i would just shut it down and just be like i'm too. on facebook yeah yeah i I'm can live like without 70 it. friends <laughs>
1: the thing is you got to count them right you got if if you're well not for me but if you, if there's people that have to know who is on their Facebook. Yeah. If you yeah. talk, my thing is like, I have a group of people that I talk to at work, and then there's the the show, right? So that's yeah. basically why my stuff is open.
2: But
3: I have very, mine's, very mine's all very business. Friends. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm best buds with all, that's the thing. Like, my, my Marine buddies that I served and deployed with, the, we are still like, I don't, however you want to say it, right or die or whatever, right? Okay. Right, right. I, if they call me tonight, you know, they're all over the country too. I got friends, you know, buddies in Michigan and Oklahoma, you know, all over the country. They can call me tonight. And if they said it's an emergency, I need you here tomorrow. I would be on the road in 10 minutes, you know? Yeah, uh, And that's just the way we are. Uh, outside of that brotherhood, I have like two friends out here in Arizona. Right. Yeah. I have so, too many
0: drunk friends from different drunk countries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's one. Well, I think that's, that's, what's cool about, about, like that's what I love about our shows because, first off, the veteran communities kind of let us in oh, you know a little it, bit. It's been awesome, and and that's what's been nice because they yeah. know you know we're very open. We're yeah. not trying to claim anything. We aren't you know yeah. we're both we're both sons of veterans. I mean, Eric's dad committed suicide, so yeah, you know yeah. we like to talk about the mental aspect of things too. So you know that's what's cool is we know you guys. There's definitely a brotherhood. Like you can meet another veteran and and just instantly click most of the time, right? And, yeah my and that's two the friends
3: thing. out here are air force vets you know i mean it's, it's not the same thing you know we'll but, <laughs> but
1: yeah. yeah you won't hold it against them
3: <laughs> my only friends are vets it's it's funny it's not like it's a i don't make that a requirement it just kind of happens that way right pretty well, pretty well and it's
0: it's they understand they understand what you've been through you understand kind of what well, you understand what they've been through you know yeah and so as rough as it was for them but I uh, appreciate
1: that comment. Though, yeah. No. And, and like we say, you know, and, and I, when I talked to different people, cause I had a situation this week come up and, and I, and we were talking about it and I told the guy like, look, I don't, I don't know what you're going through. Like, I, I can't even say, Oh man, I know what you do. I know like, no, I don't, but I've listened to enough people. I've heard a lot of stories and and, and I have felt the stories yeah, that definitely. have been brought to us. Right. And, you know, going through with what, with, with what my dad went through, and then realizing, it's like, dude, it's, it's everywhere. Sorry, I'm all, it's everywhere. Hand talkers. About, yeah, I know. Hand, <laughs>
2: hand
1: it's just that thing of like, man, like, I, I'll never say, oh, I know what you're doing. I know what you're going through. And I always go, hey, I've heard the stories of what you guys have went through. I can't feel that, but I can understand and listen to what, you know. Because we've no, heard Yeah, yeah. Definitely. yeah.
0: Definitely. And we've heard so many different angles.
1: Yeah, oh, tremendous i mean it's it's just been well, i mean awesome. that's
0: that's like you sharing your story steve of i mean to to literally want to make your career right make it your life and then all of a, a sudden one day instant. in two weeks hey yeah. later you yeah, know yeah. And, and and not having because the plan wasn't for that it was it was to it do was the more. worst thing in yeah. my life at yeah. the time
1: I don't think we've had that I don't I mean, think we've
0: had that story of no of having not. an
1: instant like hey i'm I'm gonna do this 20 year thing, and then all of a sudden no you're not like we've got a different yeah. plan and and guys say that there's a plan like you you plan something and somebody else has got a different plan for you right like there's a segue yeah. there's a reason why you end up in Arizona
3: oh yeah I, yeah i that was my plan and yeah i I like I told I said earlier, I hated it at the time yeah. i was I was pissed off at the world I hated oh, yeah. everything like and I was just depressed when I got out. I didn't know yeah. what I was going to do, and I tried to do a couple things, you know, different internships and stuff. And my biggest problem for years after I got out was, uh, you know, I was very proud of what I did when I was in. Yeah, right. and, uh, that's why I was that. That pride was why I wanted to stay in and keep doing what I was doing. And, yeah, and even still today, to a certain extent, I still have difficulty having that same amount of pride. Uh, in what I do day to day, you know, I work. I work as an electrical engineer at the world's largest power plant. uh mm-hmm. In case you didn't know, we have the world's largest power plant. <laughs> i Haven't country. heard that. No, hold on, that's, uh, that's number four. Yeah, right. Not world. Oh, sorry, the country's largest power plant. <laughs> <laughs>
1: now he's corrected it. But we're up there.
3: We're
1: well. We are the country's <laughs> one of
3: those. Largest
2: power plant.
3: And, uh, our country, <laughs> but still, I mean, it it's a cool job, and it, it, it you know, people are are excited about you know what we do and everything but it is it's tough and that's what a lot of i think that's really what veterans i think that's to me and my from my perspective i think that's what most veterans struggle with when they get out is uh those who got in and felt like they were a part of something big that was uh you know especially if there was something going on while you're in and it's to be so proud of what you do and actually see that in what you're doing and and then getting out and it's just like do I get the same fulfillment fulfillment out of what I do every day? And uh, I suffered with that for like a good, I don't know, eight years or so after I got out and it was rough. So how did,
0: how did you, you know, obviously, and, and here's the deal, here's the realism. (laughs) And, you know, you tell me if I'm wrong, but, sounds like your wife's an absolute rock star right with everything yes, you guys have gone through 100%. and yes. you know and she's she's in there in the other room if you guys missed it or we didn't uh, i don't know if we talked about on the show or this was pre-show but she's in the other room actually helping re- rebuild the pantry <laughs> you know so because he's taught her you know how to how to do some woodworking some wood- so whittling so you know she's your wife's obviously a badass Oh yeah how did how did you guys find your way through like mentally you know because it's it's already enough you had to deal with that situation but then you're now you got two little ones you got you're married you're trying to like how the f do we
3: make a living here that's and that's basically was the what I was screaming every day I didn't uh, in my head not out loud you know I've, I've always been I've always been really good at uh at least for her I think she and she respects that for her I. I do have this running around in my head, but I don't make it too public, even in front of my wife most of the time. And I've always found like a way to get us through. And she just she feels very safe and at peace knowing that she like she has complete trust that I'm going to figure out and do whatever we need to get done for our family. But at the same time, in return, what she you know doesn't and I try to do better in my later years because I didn't do it very good in my earlier years. But I let her know that I couldn't do any bit of what I'm doing. If it wasn't for her, she, yeah. like you said, she's the rock star. That's been the at home. She's been our, my baseline. I can always come home no matter what I face out there. I can come home and there's a baseline at home. Like I know the house is taken care of. The kids are good. She'll support me in everything I do. All I need to do is make a, I do. I'm like, I'm basically the decision maker in the home. and she, She's good with that. And, All I have to do is make a decision and she's right on board with it.
0: Rebuild a pantry, whatever it takes. Right.
3: Well, (laughs) yeah. But I mean, even when (laughs) I came home one day and one day I'm out of the Marine Corps. Hey, babe, we're, you know, our career, I was going to be a career Marine and now (laughs) we're at home. And then one day I came home and said, Hey, I'm going to school full time. She's like, okay, sounds good. I'm supporting you. And then it's like, Hey, I'm going to go work over here and do that. And it's always been, there's always support. So, and honestly, between her and it was really my, my faith. I had a lot of, of faith earlier in my years when I was, uh, when I first joined. In fact, when I remember my first deployment, uh, I was bored a lot of time, you know, war is 90% boredom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you get a lot of craziness, but my goal, my first point was to read the whole Bible. I never did that in my life. And I wanted to read the whole oh, Bible. Wow. I had a little uh, mini Bible I carried. It was the full Bible. And I, I remember I only got, I think I only got through like five books, the first five books, which is the Tanakh. And, uh, And I, you know, the deployment started getting crazy and all this stuff. And I kind of dropped it. But when I, it wasn't until I got out in 2012, like I said, we had been going through a lot of issues being gone for long periods of time, not being around for the kids, working like crazy, even when I was was home and then getting medically discharged and then going to school, it was never ending. I can't imagine from her perspective, how crazy our life was. And then uh, it was around that time that I got medically discharged. We were like just lost and, Mm -hmm we stumbled through the, actually the doors of Matt's church, Hope city, you know that, uh, back in 2012 though, it was Calvary chapel surprise. And we stumbled through the doors one day and we fell in love and we literally, uh, started going there from 2012 on. And, uh, that are just our faith and doing what we do together. And both of us having, that's the biggest thing, honestly, me and her had all kinds of problems in the past. We used to fight like crazy, had the craziest fights and once me and her started going to church and we put God first in our, our marriage, that's literally what got us through. We never cared about anything. That's awesome. I knew I was going to get through school. I knew I was going to Yeah, I knew all that was going to come. Like I never worried about any of it. It was just put God first and our marriage just worked out. And our, our kids uh, came in under our umbrella and getting them in, in, in the church and in preaching to them. And that's literally been our biggest thing since we, uh, I, I think we have a very successful marriage and, I have a uh, uh, several friends in my life that have come to to God through uh, because of us. They said they love the image of our marriage, and like I said, we have a really old school traditional marriage. Uh, I, I'm the decision maker in the house. She, I definitely look to her for all of her input, right? Uh, but I, I basically have veto power. Uh, not to, you know, that's not like an established thing at school, I, Basically, <laughs> And totally uh, She's a very submissive wife, and we it works because she knows. People always think I'm like this caveman, you know, when, I, when we talk about it. But I, I always tell them like, "Why is my wife so happy? Why am I so happy?" Right? Because she she's submissive. I and if I love God as much as I do, and I do what He tells me to do, which is to treat my wife like she's the absolute best treasure in my life, then there's no reason like that, that, that marriage won't work. So that's literally what we've been. Uh, give a little shout out. Amazing, I'll give you
1: a little bro. shout out there on the bottom.
3: Oh there I you go. That's my hope city. So there yes. Yeah.
1: So but, hope well, city. And that's
0: why that's why I did sorry, sorry Steve. I wanted to point out that I think it shows a lot with everything you've been through that you know your wife's still there. I mean she, like you said she's she's over there building the pantry while you're you're <laughs> hanging out with us. Like that's pretty cool. Like it's it's you know and I know I'm in trouble right now but you know I, my wife I wouldn't get through half the shit I've done without her so oh yeah well i I think that
1: you know a lot of people say that that the magic words is i love you i love you right i think what i have found out over my last 25 years of being in a relationship with my wife is it's i appreciate you like i appreciate you like and then that like for us we struggled big time when when we started out because i was delivering cisco and she was at home with the kids because again there's nothing wrong with daycare there's a there's a purpose for it and there's a reason but I didn't want Not someone else raising my kid. Right. <laughs> and that, and, and, you yeah. know, and, and all, we had a different dynamic cause we had the twins. So in reality we had triplets because my nieces would come stay with us, you know, some a bit. And, uh, and so it was just, it was nice. You know, you came home, but in that, in that uh, just go, 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 go lifestyle. It's like, you forget, you don't appreciate it. You've had a bad day at work and you come home and you just take it for granted.
0: Or or when you're going through oh oh no just yeah. that I, I roller probably, coaster of what doing. again,
1: I don't want yeah, oh, to compare delivering food to the military no. like no, no, by no, no. no means am I doing that yeah. at all I mean, it's food right I mean he's right. i mean it, what you guys go through and what the what our military family goes through is is unbelievable to us, right again, we can hear the stories and all that stuff, but what you guys go through is just next but that's level. why I wanted to point it out yeah one hundred percent absolutely that it's,
0: it's what they went through and then you know obviously with the spiritual piece behind you um and and your belief system then that's what helped you because that's why i want to know like you kind of glossed through it like when you really told the story you just kind of glossed yeah we did this and yeah you showed some roughness but you didn't really like oh man like this broke us down and that's why i was like i know i know there's more to the story
3: but i've had to tell this story quite a few times actually and um for different circumstances. And, uh, I, I guess to me, it's just, uh, it's like reading out of a history book at this point, right. you know? And so yeah, it's easy to gloss over things, right? Yes. If I actually went back and I'm thinking back in my mind, my state of mind back then, like there was in 2012, I was on my knees, like crying out to God, for, like, what am I doing with my life? How do I get back on track? My, I was out of the Marine Corps. I didn't know what the heck I was going to do. And I just, <laughs> I didn't, I had no clue. And yes, like, so he's talking about the, the comment that's up right now, you know, women to deal with Marines, like, I, my first platoon, there was uh 64 of us in my first platoon. I remember this because I tell the story often, but there were 64 of us, 30 of us were married. We were going, and we all deployed together and came back and came back. And, you know, de- depending on the time, um, divorces happen and stuff, but they say like, you know, America, it's like a 50% divorce, divorce no. rate. Out of 30, out of 64 of my platoon mates, so out of 30 married couples, there's only two of us left.
2: Wow.
1: We had a we had a
3: reunion not long ago, wow. and there's two of us that are still married to our original spouses that we were married back in the beginning of the Marine Corps. And so, yes, the divorce rate is, I think, way higher in the military, and not only higher in the military, but especially if you're in the military during a... Combat? combat era, yes. Right. We're deploying nonstop. I think it's even higher. And Dumb. so... Mine was probably, maybe mine was a little crazier numbers wise, but two out of 30 married couples still together. And don't get me wrong. We haven't had, we've had our problems, you know, but, uh, we just hit our, this year is actually our 20th year, not married, but we've been, we'll are we be going on 16 years married, but we've uh, been together for 20 years. And congrats. uh, Yeah. So, and like I said, so like that last comment, I'm legit. Uh, -hmm. I always I always give crap to, everyone always goes oh the, the, the spouse serves too you know and all this stuff and I always I always laugh at that because like don't be wrong like I get it give them all the credit and all that stuff but I always go right. no they don't they don't serve like <laughs> the, they don't serve like they're 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 there serving their husband they deal with them. us
0: yes but-, but
3: but yeah yeah but but it, it definitely I do think they deserve props because they do put up with a lot and like I get screwed and I'm like told I need to go to the field for the next six weeks for no reason. And my wife just has to deal with that as well, you know, like, right. and she didn't enlist. So she has to do it. So yes, I, I think they deserve all the credit in the world there. It takes a crazy woman to be able to stick out and make it through that. That's why I know like me and my wife will be together forever because my years now are <laughs> way easier than any year we ever experienced in the first eight years of our marriage. Right. right. <laughs> hey, I mean, it's, it's,
0: it's, it's true though. I mean, and that's why I, I did want to take a moment, you know, sometimes we know there's, there's this there's a backbone to, to, to some of what makes a family work. Right. And point out the wife and cause she, yes, she didn't do combat, but she had to deal with the situation along with you. Yeah. Um, and, and you guys went through some scary stuff. So
1: I got one more okay. shout out.
0: You got one more shout out So every
1: morning, which is funny because it changed times whenever we went through, um, uh, daylight spring forward, savings. fall back, daylight savings. So I used we to get do Arizona
0: pop. doesn't do that. I, we don't do that.
1: That was, that was my point. So at six a.m. at six a.m. every day, I would get a text from the daily devo from Hope City's Youth Matters. Right, and
0: hey. it, <laughs> yeah, you don't have a filter yeah. on, so you can yeah. show yeah. It. I got my daily <laughs> devo right there. <laughs> so, there it is. Okay, so
1: my by, by TikTok, we,
0: by TikTok. You're not gonna be able to show it. So I uh, get my daily
3: devo every day.
1: Yeah. So what was funny was I have it. I have it in here. Hope Hope City Daily Devo. Uh,
3: see Mikey the, said, "Yeah." There you go. So there's
1: my Hope City Daily Devo, right? And I actually respond <laughs> back. You can see that I, I try to message back and talk to him here. And so does that work? Uh, no, not at all. Oh, it's not okay. right
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so it's also really said, talk, it's Eric well, really talking to himself. Well, my point was this.
1: <laughs> my point was this is it was six o'clock, six o'clock, six o'clock for mm-hmm. you know two months and then. All of a sudden I'm like, six o'clock. What happened? Seven o'clock comes around. Seven ding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh.
3: As soon as you guys reason. sprang forward, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes. I was like, oh, and then I think that's what I said. I said, I was wondering what happened this
0: morning. <laughs> I thought they voted again to get rid of it. Like
1: well, there's a whole process, yeah. and the legislation can veto it uh, and its blah blah why blah. Why is it even
0: a thing? Like, I don't even <laughs> it's so stupid. My point it's seven was o'clock.
1: School, yeah.
0: Year round for exactly. me. Yeah. See? <laughs>
1: it's dope. It's awesome. But no, I just want to give a shout out because again, it's, it's the tools that we are given it's the tools, you know, this is our tool. This is my therapy. Um, but so is the daily devo. Like every morning I get that and I'm just, I go through it. I it's two to four minutes at yeah. most. Um, I get connected with it. And again, you know, cause Matt is Matt is who he is and all the good things that he does and, and, and just the integrating, uh, I love watching Youth Matters at Hope City. Like I love it; it's great. Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't know if it's my mentality that I connect better with kids <laughs> at age, and like it's a simple thing, but it's just entertaining, you know.
3: Yeah. So yeah, I had to give a shout yeah.
1: out because he's been a good supporter of us, and and we're uh, waiting and,
3: to the Bible the whole year this year for the daily devos. Yeah,
1: right? that's and no, just, it's 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 freaking. Awesome. Yeah, hey, I
0: do have a quick question: Is that your grandfather's hat back there? You have a hat hanging up. Yes. Right here? There's, yeah, it looks that's like mine. it looks like, oh that's yours? Oh okay. Yeah. I thought that was oh,
3: that's uh remember I told oh, you Oh that's
0: your me. oh yeah that's your your uh... your shooting instructor. That's right. Stewie Stewie. Yeah that was, that
3: was that's my cool. nickname. Well yeah, this was my uh campaign cover. I, I taught for years. That's this is my little going away present when I got out. Now did you have the whole voice and everything? Did you have oh, to yeah, yell? My- I, uh, where you have to talk all deep, scratch yeah. I would get that from time to time, but I don't have to yell as much as his drone instructors. So, all right. uh, I tried to be a little bit less, you know, cause my, my goal was if they were pissing me off, I would just call one of their drone instructors over like, Hey, take this dude off the range. Like go mess him up. Because he's not listening. You yeah, I mean, uh, have bean any beanbag? Any rounds? So you can yeah. just shoot them. Start
2: running.
1: Why? <laughs> Start running. You'll find out. It'll hurt less as you're running away from. <laughs> yeah. Can,
3: yeah. The it you can get. It, it was definitely fun, though. That was that was honestly so. Besides doing what I signed up to do and go to war and all that stuff, it was the funnest thing I did in the Marine Corps. Was uh, a Ship instructor. It was bright and early, waiting on the sun to come up every morning. Ready to go downrange, and I was teaching marksmanship, and I did it all day long, and
0: That's it was cool.
3: just awesome. And I got to be on the Marine Corps shooting team while I was there, so I actually did a little bit of a competition against. I actually competed against Army, Navy, Air Force, and the N, um, NRA, oh. and I got to compete against all them on the Marine Corps shooting team. And so I, I was shooting out. We were uh, we basically shot out to, to 600 yards with ARs with uh, open sights, iron sights, and uh, it go, was Major. fun
0: your spiel yeah dude right yeah
1: remember brian's the detail
0: brian's, the brian's, the brian's
3: got all those Brian. details this is i'll give good... him the yeah i'll do the the voice drop when the targets appear <laughs> <laughs> yes there you go yes that there is awesome
1: go. so real quick uh shadow mark is is probably going to hit you up to be on their show <laughs> good legit dudes they, I mean, everybody in our in our chat today has been freaking awesome. Yeah,
0: there's been uh, a lot. every day's
1: a Saturday. It's another podcast. We just want to get your story out there, right? We want you to be comfortable of just sharing it. And again, it's our therapy, so this is our platform. We allow our veterans to come in and tell us how where they started, how they got to where they are, what they're doing now, and and any you know little inspirational things that civilians can take away from it, you know, to understand an,
0: another veterans, because you know the especially with the veteran community from what we found is, you know, it's, it's knowing that somebody else went through some of the, you know, you're not the only one that went through it. Right. Yeah. And, and Definitely. that's why we, I have the, I mean, it's say rep 22. Um, that's, another, <laughs> I knew that was coming. What?
1: So, the, so, what so Jason Steiner is the, the CEO, <laughs> the inventor, the, the man, the myth that created hero stock, and that is, it basically was a backyard, backyard barbecue, kind of get, together, get together, sit around BS type of thing. And he has found out that through the contagion effect and everybody else and and the, the community as a whole and how veterans support veterans and That's civilians awesome. love to raise up the veterans. This thing's gotten out of hand for him. <laughs> He's he, it was a one day backyard barbecue, and now it's going to turn into no. like a three day freaking music festival, and yeah, in the yeah. middle of nowhere, Ashland, Neva- Ash, Ashland Nebraska. Nebraska.
0: And I'm yeah. traveling. Dude, We're going. Carlos, Carlos, uh, Carlos is down to Dude, go. Dude,
1: I've got. Hey, listen. So now
0: you're on. You you got to join the 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 yeah. bus on the ride there. I yeah, don't know. September I don't know. 9th. Blue line still on there, but <laughs> yeah. Hey man, Britain, We're gonna you find guys, out. you and Pat got to bring the bus. <laughs> now you're gonna have a whole lot of company yeah and yeah. and of course you got tonto that needs to go so yeah man steve that was uh you know i know you're probably you're like what somebody yeah. wants to hear my story i think you even told eric when he originally yeah, reached like, out oh,
1: you're I'm like kind of i don't boring. know i think it
0: was like, <laughs> i think that's what you said right yeah that's that's i'm the not thing. anybody it's special, special. To, but that's the thing to you it's you know you just lived your life right but yeah. you know it's 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 pretty inspiring just to hear, you know, your spiritual journey, your journey with your wife. You know, that's for me, that's huge. Yeah. Um, and then your journey in the military, right? And and how you adjusted going from one day, this is my life to the next day. They took it away from me and now I got to readjust and now yeah. I got a new life. So it's, it's
1: Carlos is down to buy a flight.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's in the big dirt. Well, I think, I on. think it's
1: car. It's going to be Carlos Tonto me. And Miller Mobile Tax Service.
0: Oh, Gary's going yeah, to?
1: Yeah, but he's going to try to get the tax right off on the miles. So I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know about that, but <laughs> sorry.
1: No, a little segue. Sorry. Yeah, yeah but no. Um, you know, and, and like Mike said, man, you know, it was it was one of those things where I got the tax. I'm like, dude, you got to get this guy on. Like, we're, we love having stories like this. And I think once people realize that we're not just some, we're not setting veterans up, right? I've heard that a couple times now. What? He's, yeah. I've heard like, hey, man, this guy wanted he's like how legit is it? i'm like oh no here dude like we're 60 episodes in on youtube like watch one episode you yeah, by the way you're about. episode
0: 60 so yeah yeah I,
1: I, you know and, <laughs> nice even number yeah nice. and like like i said is like you you um apparently they wanted information they wanted like a list of questions and stuff like that because well what do you think about the government right now what do you think about the president i think is what they were they were um, going towards right um, we don't bring politics into it if someone wants to say something say it i mean it, it is what it, is i'll buy a flight a of mimosas, of mimosas. <laughs> so
0: yeah. comments have been on, on point but we do man we so appreciate yeah. you uh now we do have one hard-hitting question that's kind of con- gonna come out of nowhere right hopefully right. you uh are ready for this because it's a big deal
3: okay so
0: you and the wife are chilling out relaxing you finally get some time to just chill out what's the go-to drink
3: the go-to drink yeah uh, <laughs> It's real uh, hard. So on the bottom, my wife used to be uh <laughs> She used to, she used to love. Bit. She used to love a good red wine, but she's kind of moved on. And I'm uh, a. You know, I'm like a stout guy. I like a okay. stout beer. Nice,
1: nice.
3: <laughs> so and, I, uh, I
1: cheated because I saw you grab that Lacroix, and I went sparkling water. He doesn't drink.
3: Oh no, no! I, I, I'm <laughs> a, stout, a dude. I try not to abuse it, but I cool, do. I, like I actually, I don't like being drunk. I don't like any of that stuff. But I do like a like a, a a nightcap type of like a a stout or a porter beer. My wife, she went from wine and she's joined my dark side. She likes oh, wow. the stouts and porters now. She likes so a dark very, beer.
1: Yeah, it's it's very uh, I don't want to say wine ish, but there's a lot more intricacies intric- intricacies on the stout, big words than it is like the lager well or that's what coffee. i mean
0: jamie jamie yeah. could probably drink a stout yeah. because she loves like i hate coffee right and yeah. to me
3: every stout tastes like coffee they do like yeah. the chocolate or coffee stout yeah vanilla bean yeah so we
1: have a brewery here and they support veterans uh, um right, brewing please. they make probably the best vanilla bean milk stout ever the milk throws pe- people off right because they think oh it's milk it's it, it, it's just the lactose and yeah <laughs> i'm a little bit of a beer guy
3: i see I'm the not, reason yeah, i'm, I, a, I'm, I'm a actually a wine snob. guy so oh yeah, i'm Mike's a beer snob right. i've been called a beer snob a few times by some of my friends but uh we look me and my wife we actually that's what we do for date night we like to go hit up like local breweries and we like to do like a, a beer flight Dude,
1: have you been to eight bit no dude eight bit brewing has is the that? craziest label? It's right there. It's a, uh, it's eight bit brewing. It's in Avondale. Is that close to you guys?
3: Avondale's close. Avondale? Yeah,
1: yeah. It's eight bit brewing. They have literally. It's all of their labels are like the old school.
0: Oh, it's eight bit. Like, yeah. Okay. Like Nintendo. It's called eight bit. Yeah, it's like okay. the Nintendo. The eight um, bit brewing. Eight
1: bit brewing. I fr- okay. I couldn't remember what was there, but yeah, that is dope. And I'm trying to think. There's one more. That's kind of a big name one, but. Anyways, I don't want to hold up to kilt lifter. That. Yeah, kilt I lifter. You know, that's, that's my lifter. local.
3: Yeah, yeah that's a uh, four peaks. That's four peaks. That's the local. That's actually one of my favorites. There you go. There you that's go. just a good drinkable. It's like a Scottish lager. It's a yeah. good drinkable. Well, yeah, I, I don't, I don't drink a ton. I d- like me and the wife. We just like to do like a little uh, for date night. We just go and we just do oh, like yeah. a, a yeah. beer flight yeah, a little flight and we'll have we'll you know split a burger or my people right here burger. i know like my people
1: right here i like it yeah. finally
0: Eric, eric's hugging me yeah. <laughs> he's all finally somebody that's like them. all right
1: i'm a beer stop yes oh man i've got like, <laughs> I've got like 65 growlers
3: oh okay there you go <laughs> you i know, like my eight eight.
1: yeah well it was I, going to go in our local brewery here <laughs> in houston but there was um a gentleman had some medical problems and passed away hey. and
3: there's my buddy Rob. Uh, there you go. We went to October no. Fest together out here. I there you get go. A
1: haircut. I just cut the sides. <laughs>
3: there
0: you go. It was
1: hanging over my ears.
0: My, I need a haircut. <laughs> That's why I had to wear the hat. <laughs> and I had to rep sit rep twenty two. So of
1: course, yeah, yeah.
0: It, Eric's gonna Eric's. You got to be so happy because usually we get that. you know yes, a lot of mom. military guys. It's it's bourbon whiskey, right? Yeah, all so, the hard stuff. Yeah, it's a lot. of the so hard stuff. So I actually,
3: yeah, I I went through an era uh while i was still active duty where i did abuse the uh hard stuff and i i specifically stay away from that now well uh, yeah that's why we leave it open you know
0: we because we understand with with some of the things you guys been through you know that that's one of the that could become a crutch right or a problem yeah so it did for a year for a couple years we understand water has been an answer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Or, or, I was t- like Lori tea with sugar.
1: When Sean Laurie was on, he's like, Yeah, yeah dude, I'm a recovering alcoholic. I don't I don't yeah. do any that.
0: And that and that's I'm fair. Like, hey, like cool. <laughs> It's tea with tea with sugar. Tea with sugar. Yeah. Tea with- <laughs> I have tea. not been to the perch yeah. brewery. Perch. Have you been to perch brewery? I have you not been. All right. It's Chow- where's Chandler
3: Clark. Chandler's on the other side of town, east side. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably yeah. like but a- he's
1: down there, right? In- uh, my buddies down there working yeah, for Martin Power Yeah, self medicating. Right you're right. Yeah, yeah.
3: I, I did so. Yeah, I did that for. <clears throat> years and I, I have buddies that I served with that are, only did the first four years with me actually. So they've been out longer than me, and some of them uh, still <laughs> self medicate to this day. And they're the ones where if I get a phone call at two o'clock in the morning, I still answer because yeah. they might need me, you know. And yeah, so I, that's why that's why I stay away from it because uh, I know it, it can. If you're using it for that type of reason to tap out and just get away from like, it can be a, that can, that can backfire. So there, I have a couple buddies where they can call me at two, three, four o'clock in the morning. I always answer because they're still there. So. Yeah.
0: Or, or it's this, it's four twenty somewhere. <laughs> yeah. That's Joey and, and Brian's world. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't wait to listen to that podcast. Yeah. yeah. Hey, and real quick on that note, um, not the note of that, but on the, of your note of your story, um, Remember 988 call. If you need to talk to someone, we're available. Had the situation this week. Got my, bu- got my buddy. Uh, he's being taken care of. He went in today, this morning, we verified, double check, made sure he got picked up. He was in a bad, bad, bad way. And he's not military, but just the stress of everyday life. You know, there's, there's, there's always an option. Taking your life should not be that option. This should not yep. be the number one option. We're here. Uh, reach out to somebody because you're important to somebody. You may not feel like that at that, at this moment, but there's a reason why you're here on earth. And there's someone that needs you. Like someone needs you.
3: I feel you. I, I, I've been there too. My, uh, just like you, my, my dad wasn't in the military, uh, per se, but he also took his own life. So I know that. Sorry about that. Yeah. I know the, when I always tell people, I, I, it was hard for me to talk about for years, but I always tell people like, Hey, most people that do it, they don't think they're affecting anyone because they feel alone. They think they're just doing something that's only impacting themselves. Then they do it. And I always wish that they could just see all the people that it impacted because it literally, if you saw the amount of people on this planet that loved you and are devastated because of what you did. So yeah, it's, you know, I was on the same boat. My dad, my father, did that, and it was while he was actually living with me while I was active duty. And, uh, oh. and so, I, 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 uh, I feel you there. And I, I, and I always, it's a that's a close thing to my heart. And like I, just like I was saying, uh, where I'll answer the phone. Certain yeah. people call me that, my Marine buddies. I, I'll pick up. I don't care how inconvenient it is. I could be in a movie theater and I'm walking out and I'm answering that phone. You know, like right because um, I, I know it might be that final straw where they need to hear a familiar voice, you know? And so, yeah, we're here. We want to all be here for whoever's dealing with anything. And we'll remind you real quickly that, uh, how stupid of a decision that is and how much we need you here. Yeah. So.
0: No. And, and again, nine, eight, eight, uh, because we, we've, as Eric dealt with this week, we've dealt with some other situations with veterans where we were literally calling all over the country to get help for yeah. for somebody. It,
1: it's been remarkable; it really has, and it's it's real eye opening. And I don't mean to take from wrapping this up or not, but you know, it, it's it. We've had three confirmed, like, "Hey, man, we're like this dude needs help now," yeah. and you know, it, it's just one of those things, man. Like, you know, just like Shadow Mark said, man, reach out, you know, because like for me, it was like. I didn't ask the right questions. You know, what was the situation? And it was just, dude, I'm, he, my dad was just too proud to ask for help. You know, he has some my medical deal. issues and he was on oxygen and like, I get it, but I don't get it. You know, he just kind of
0: went through, I don't want to be a, he hassle just want to be a hassle. Else.
1: That's exactly what he said. And it's yep. like, so, but anyways, yeah. on you know, so again, you know, appreciate you coming on, man. I mean, I, I know it's, it's one of those things where, now, what do these guys want? Hey, dude, we just want to share your story, man. And
3: yeah, we no, held you cool. for this. almost two hours. So yeah. that's good. It's pre- I appreciate it. No, it was, it, was, uh, it was definitely a good time.
0: Yeah. And, and you have that amazing backdrop, too. I'm sorry I made yeah. you take the hat down. So, you have to oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: I'll put it back up.
0: Okay. Oh, one last thing. I You, just see, noticed. you see the
1: guitar. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's Grab up it. with the guitar? Grab it. Come
1: on.
2: Grab it. Grab it. Yeah, Come on. Go. Play us
1: a little bit. Oh, okay. oh, you got, <laughs> another oh, yeah. one. Oh, yeah. So, real quick, we're having a show on the twenty seventh, and we've got some musicians: uh, Schaefer Mueller, Shannon Naughty. Book, Scotty Hastings, and I'm missing one. Thank you, Carlos. Yeah, Blue Line. Blue Line. Blue Line. Blue Line.
0: Oh, he's got to tune it up. Yeah, it's it's a little
3: sorry. So no, you're good.
1: So that was that was some of our guys. They're like, hey, this is this is gonna be what's gonna get me through my you know. And Operation Encore actually with Schaefer and Scotty, they've helped them become, you know, these these Nashville superstars, country superstars that are gonna be playing at Aero Stock. Um Schaefer's, you know, he's making he's all the way. That yeah. guy like Boj, if you're in Boj City, Louisiana, you to get your ass down in a little hole house and then listen to me. You know
3: what i <laughs> Are you
0: what? Yeah, you ready? You're We're good. ready. Yeah, do your thing. Thing. Yeah, what you got? Um, for you? I don't know if
3: you know this kind of music, but wrap it up. up. You can wrap it up for us. Yeah. Where I come from, first thing I remember knowing was a lonesome. Hey, though but anyway hey, that that was awesome, great, dude. Yes. <laughs> that was awesome what do you bro. want in prison doing that yeah. <laughs> yeah you look
0: at, look at in, oh and try. Shannon book will try. be stock
3: next year that there was, you
0: go mama free bird <laughs> I gotta
3: pull my lyrics up I kind of lost my spot but yeah anyway
1: yeah Schaefer's Please. opening Schaefer. for Chris young <laughs> <laughs> so Scotty's actually what um dang it
0: Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton, he's doing a song with Do- Dolly Parton. She and- wanted to be
1: part of his song and a Bryce, yeah? Bryce yep. Lee? Bryce Lee Bryce. I always mix it <laughs> Lee Bryce. Ooh,
2: sorry.
0: There you go. Nice. Annie, Annie just opened for uh <laughs> Dave, Dave Grohl. Role. At the Super Bowl, yeah. at the Super Bowl pre-party, pre-party. Crown Royal pre-party,
1: yeah,
0: uh, it, it's so. it's
1: great, it's man. Cool. This is all that was awesome. Yeah, that's that a was clip that was. Right. I'm
0: glad we could we yeah. both saw it. We're like, wait I'm a like, minute, wait a minute. <laughs> I didn't see that guitar.
3: <laughs> that guitar. I'm glad he
0: turned that light on. I uh, know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't play for anybody, so I, yeah. yeah well, you just, you just played for Bro, the whole that's gonna be damn a real, internet. Oh, <laughs>
1: It's gonna be on Instagram, you know? it's going to be on TikTok, it's going to be on <laughs> Facebook. I'm going to make some money off there of that. There you
0: go, Tonto. <laughs> there oh, you go. Man. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was that yeah. was a great way that to was end perfect. the show, man. Hey, that was.
1: Thank you so much, Steve, for answering the text. I, you know, I again, you know, we we've talked it up all day. It's so awesome.
0: Yeah, appreciate great the stories. stories. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, you you went through a hell of a a hell of a ride. You know, you, your wife, your family and uh to see you so positive on this side of it all yeah. and and just you know even though you're sitting down standing up and getting through i know it probably doesn't feel well to stand up all the time with that back yeah. but we're sitting
1: for an hour and 52 minutes yeah <laughs> or sit here. yeah
0: like come on guys are you done yet hey
1: give your wife a high five yeah tell her thank you thank awesome. you from us yeah tell well. her thank you you know um thinking next year we're doing vacation a surprise i know i said it. <laughs>
0: Uh, well, you guys uh, going are gonna to, have to go spend a whole week at. at well, we're going to Nebraska this year,
1: then, and then next year for baseball. I think we're okay. gonna go. So, hey, right. thank you, man.
0: If you want to hang right. out for a second, it's up to you. You don't have to. As we, we're just gonna take a minute to wrap up, and we'll be out.
3: Okay. Either All way. All right. Thank yeah. you, sir. Thank you.
0: Have a great evening.
3: Appreciate.
0: It. Dude. Woo! Another one. The flows. The Love flow, it,
1: dude. The flow.
0: Love it love yeah. it love it great job. job great job another yeah. a, another great show yeah great stories uh i'm i'm excited about next week too because uh this yeah. is this is and <laughs> yeah. dude he just posted I, did you see, did you see that? that he posted he crossed over five hundred thousand. yeah like in a in like two or three days yeah no, so true. uh i mean maybe we'll get a
1: maybe we'll get a hey i'm gonna be on the contagion yeah
0: we'll, we'll see. maybe we'll we'll see one of those it's all right it's all right it'll be what it'll be so
1: the dad bod
0: dad bod veteran, veteran on tiktok on
1: tiktok is he's gonna be week. next week
0: john wellington
1: i mean dude we're booked up and and, and april's if,
0: half full too if you're a gen xer or May. Sorry. you have to go follow G- dad yeah, bod veteran he's, fun. It, he's it's it's yeah. absolutely great so
1: yeah Eric. we got
0: deuces, deuces buddy